Ooh. Totally baffled by what has just happened to him. Blimey, mate, even the ceiling's shooting at me. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, open this door. Leans in over Pasha's body. Pull the trigger. <laughs> I, I would like to trade three light side points for three thermal detonators. I think I need to add more people. Hmm, this one is a nemesis level step. I woke me up. Jesus, <laughs> I was nearly comatose, but bang! This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I suggest we use it. This is the story of six strangers who wanted to play a role-playing game. Find out what happens when people stop being real and start pretending. The Real Gamers Podcast. The BBC would like to announce that the next scene is not considered suitable for family viewing. Crap. You know what? Screw it. All right. So when last we met, your crew of intrepid and uh, rather greedy uh, adventurers have found their way to the U.S. Uh, the USS, yeah, uh-huh. uh, the the RDS Inheritor, <laughs> a lost Jedi dreadnought that had taken off into the depths of space on a mission to uh, preserve the treasures of the Jedi, and it was lost for generations, and yeah. then you found it. So that whole plan didn't work. Yeah. So, you know, it's worth a try. How did they know that they needed to preserve the treasures? Because it was, you know, a sneak attack? Order 66 and all? Um, you have not yet found out the answer to that question. Okay. We but, are too But it is one that I have considered. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to know yet. It, it involves Qui-Gon Jinn and a bit of retconning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, so anyway, uh, you made your way on board the ship, uh, you snuck around a little bit, and you figured out that you were not alone on board this ship. There is a light cargo hauler docked in the hangar bay. Uh, so, of course, the logical thing to do is sneak on board and lock it down and take over. Of course. Raise up all those uh, metal doors, seal them up with a bang, and uh, I'm, I'm sure those uh, those two or, or more... Uh, just remember, that you heard up on the catwalk above. I'm sure that just, didn't just remember, get heard. We're not trapped in here with them. They're trapped in here with us. Yes, but they have the disruptor rifle. <laughs> well, whatever. <For> now, <laughs> you see, this is the problem. When you give an NPC a disruptor rifle, invariably they're going to lose it to me. True. That is a danger. Just saying. And Frankly, if they do, I have ways to deal with that. <laughs> Namely, let you have a disruptor rifle and see what happens. But, uh, you know, that's fun for me, too. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. Just let it happen. I gave you a dreadnought. I mean, what more do you want? That's true. <clears throat> um, just a tip. All the money in the world. Which one? Which world? All of them. Because, you know, places like Munilinst, they don't exactly fare... Um, competitively with places like Tatooine. You know, some are richer than others. Hmm. So. 
So yes. Now, uh, all right. Correct me if I'm if wrong. You recall, yeah, go go right ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong. The last thing I remember is we were coming up on this little freight elevator in the middle of the ship. Yes. And it was about halfway up, and then all of a sudden, voices upstairs, something, something, haha, we got you, don't fucking move. And at that point, Pash pretty much just pulled out a grenade, and and that's what we left it. Um, I believe you expressed an, an intent to pull out a grenade. Ah. Or did, no, no, you spent a force point to have that grenade at hand. I, I do recall something about that. At hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think it was yet your turn. No. In fact, I don't think we had rolled initiative for this encounter, had we? We had not. I think this is a really good time to do that. Let's do that. Well, uh, initiative. I mean, that's a thing? Apparently. Yes, initiative is a thing. Now, these people have got the drop on you. Uh, they were waiting for you to come up, and the elevator door, you know, the, the hole in the floor opened up, and your elevator started lifting you right into their midst. So they are going to get some bonus dice on this initiative roll. Right, but we know they're there, too. And... You, you did not know that they were there until the lift started going up. Um, you knew that there were people outside the ship, still up on the catwalks outside. Uh, nobody knew, as far as I know, that there were people still on board this ship. I'm pretty sure the intent was to go up there and take care of them, which is why we started going up in the first place. Hmm. Yeah. That's why we split into the group going up on the lift and then me going up on the ladder. Ah, did somebody make a really good perception check, perhaps? I believe I believe we did, yes. Hmm. That I, I is would, interesting. I would not fuss you about on this one, Mr. West. I, I, be, I, I believe you would not. <laughs> At least not yet. Not yet. Soon, but not yet. Correct. Very well. So, hmm. Cool. If listeners would like Fair to- enough. I, I will negate their bonuses, and this will be a straight-up initiative roll. Listeners at home can write in and tell us how wrong we are and which one of us is. <laughs> they can, in fact. And, and they may. In fact, next year at Gen Con, walk up and tell me how wrong I was in this very moment. <laughs> if somebody does that, I might be tempted to give them a free map. Ooh. Ooh. Well, hell, I'll And do it can't that. be one of you. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. I'm going to get my wife to do it. Hooray! Don't you love how I, I express that in such a non-committal manner? I might be tempted to. Yeah. More than might not. That's true. All right. So anyway, uh, let's get this initiative roll going on, shall we? Sure. Um, I believe you will be using your cool then. Yes? Hudson? Uh, since I had to, and I do apologize, since I think uh, Brian and Sammy already know I had, I had strep throat and I had to bow out two weeks ago. Uh, I don't think I'm in this encounter. Do you still want me to roll initiative? Uh, I would, because you may rejoin this thing at any point you wish. Uh, you okay. will begin outside the ship, because they buttoned it up while you were not in here. Okay. Uh, but at any point that you wish to rejoin the conflict, uh, you may. In fact, uh, we can even switch back and forth between this map and the exterior, uh, the exterior view outside the ship, if you wish. Um... Because no, you no are need for that. What's that? I said that that seems a bit excessive. No need for that. Oh, okay. Well, just uh, you were in Comlink communication with them, so you overhear their conversations unless they specifically say they are excluding you from them. So I think it's fair to say that you are aware that something just happened. Uh, I That's imagine cool. you would hear some expletives, some very uh, creative expletives coming from Pash's mouth at this moment. 
Uh, that sounds good. If you want to put me, like, uh, I guess on the entrance ramp on the south uh, south side, like under Opal Reef, uh, I'll just join uh, in, in a couple of rounds after I walk there. Okay. Uh, a lot of this happened shortly. Uh, did you leave the ship? I think you left. I, I, I don't. I, the last thing I remember is, is you describing the dreadnought, and I just couldn't hold on any longer. Oh, okay. and I had to, had to bow out. Right. All right, well, then uh, let me just catch you up briefly. Uh, you guys circled around and docked at an airlock, uh, and because of a very good roll, uh, you found a sort of recessed area on the outside of the ship uh, next to the hangar bay in which to dock the Nova Eclipse, and it was uh, substantial enough that anyone's uh, visually scanning the outside of this dreadnought for your ship would have a hard time finding it. You're kind of nestled in a little corner off to the side of the hangar bay. Got it. And uh, there is an airlock out there, and uh, uh, that airlock has doors to the right and left that go to other stations on the ship, and uh, the, the party proceeded straight forward through into the hangar bay, at which point they saw a ship and could not keep their hands off it. Okie dokie. Okay. So, uh, initiative... Okay. Oh, four successes. And that is without any bonus whatsoever on a cool check. Let me jot this down. All right. Hmm. Now, cool is a... What skill is that? Presence? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I think so. All right. Correct. Vigilance be willful. And yeah. Okay. And what did you guys get? It's in the chat. Ah, it is in the chat. Look at that. That's so handy. Will, five advantage. Yeah, I know. Anyone else gets a zero success. I'm going before them. Well, <laughs> I will tell you two of the uh the antagonists. I won't call them bad guys because, you know, just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy, right? Uh two of them scored Three advantage and one advantage, respectively. So you will be going ahead of them. Or some of them on our team. Well, yes. You have scored an initiative option ahead of theirs. Uh, let's see. So what else do we have? Two success, two advantage. One success, two advantage. One and one. One and one. One and two. Two and two and two. All right. Well, I regret to tell you that four successes on one of their rolls does, in fact, give them the initiative. Can anyone refresh my memory in the ways that this system could handle readied actions? Does it have anything resembling that? Narratively. Narratively. So I could describe to you that they say, put your hands in the air or I shoot, and then they could wait. And then if you don't do that, they have the option to shoot before you act. Is that fair to say? Mm, They have the option to take their initiative based on your initiative role. But you can sounds, narrate them Sounds like anything. a readied action, which sounds like something on the forums. Which, anyway. <laughs> it's not apparently something part I'll of this. If they have hey, ready action, just narrate them taking it, and then we drop into initiative. Mm. Very good. That would make more sense. Well, then, uh, before this initiative role is put into effect... One of them says, drop your weapons. Actually, no, I think I said something like that last time, didn't I? That's how I ended the session. Is uh, yeah. Yep. yeah. 
they they've been holding that action for a very long time. Yes, what's it? Three weeks now? <laughs> Two weeks? White boy. <laughs> uh, put your hands in the air, and yeah. So here we go. What do you guys do? I put my hands in the air, holding a grenade. Okay. Would uh, anyone else like to do something fancy? I very quietly begin climbing the ladder. Very good. Uh, in that case, I will need a um, is it stealth check. I could maybe do that, yeah. Okay. You don't, you don't want to use the pole? I think there's a pole in there. Shut up with you and your pole. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you and your pole face. Just yeah. <laughs> You want so, some difficulty dice on that there, Mr. West? Uh, yes, I would like to inflict a difficulty. Uh, that will be... We'll be using the vigilance of your opponents. And, oh, this is very handy. All three of your opponents have the same vigilance score. Uh, excellent. Uh, that will be uh, one red and one purple. One red and one purple. <laughs> I have an advantage. You have an advantage. And that's it. That's it. All right. So you you weren't terribly stealthy about it, but uh, something might have worked in your favor. Do you have any ideas on how you would like to spend your advantage? I am, I'm sure that while they, they might have heard me, um, they probably are too busy paying attention to the people coming up the rather noisy cargo lift to really, to really take notice. Fair enough. Um, while while I'm not going to say they didn't take notice, I, I'm going to say that they they kind of relegated it to a less uh, significant role than what they are currently doing. So they know someone or something is out there. But okay, so I'm going to very gingerly, you know, with my offhand, take my my blaster out with two fingers. I drop it, and then I catch it with my main hand and shoot the asshole. <laughs> I like it. That's a cold shot? Yeah. Drop that can. No, right that's a trick shot. The guy. Yeah, yeah, never mind. All right. Let me go back to this paper here where I have your initiative tracked out. So I basically let this one just kind of wait a moment. And then we had Gand. And now we've got Will's character. All right, so you're going to go ahead and take a trick shot at this guy? or Well, at this... Who are you shooting at, exactly? There is... Proper weapons. He was just narrating his his shot. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one over here, the the, the blue female Twi'lek, is uh, appear, apparently the leader of the bunch. She's got the nicest weapon, and uh, she has the authoritative commanding tone. This guy over here is probably the toughest of the bunch. He looks like quite a brute, frankly. Uh, he's got a uh, blaster carbine in hand and a combat knife. This guy over here is wearing a, a flight suit with a vest over top, or, or like a, a... No, you can see him in the, in the picture, sort of a, an orange leather jacket or vest over his shirt. Uh, and uh, he is equipped with a blaster pistol. That's this guy down here. Great. Now, for those listening at home, they've, they're coming up a cargo lift in the center of a cargo module in this ship. Two of the villains are to the, are, from our perspective, the north of them, and one is to the southeast. Am I correct in assuming this cargo lift is just a flat 
floor and it has no walls. So technically, because we're halfway up, we can currently see both levels. Uh, yes, that is fair to see. Um, you can't see exactly what is... Uh, well, no, it's, it's risen enough that your head is, is coming up above the floor. So you can see everything that you see on the map. Uh, the upper deck of this ship, which we are calling the Quarren's Credit, uh, is loaded with a bunch of assorted debris and uh, bits and chunks and statues and, and collectibles uh, that seem to have been precariously placed throughout the cargo deck. Um, uh, down below, there was some additional cargo, but not quite this, uh, this much minutia. So, yes, the cargo lift is halfway up. Your head is now above the floor level. Um, they do have a certain elevation advantage over you, but uh, you can see them well enough to take a shot. I think we still will turn. Okay. Okay. And you may go ahead and take a shot, and this is going to be uh, what close range, I think. Uh, there will be one setback die uh, based. Well, no, I think you're high enough to avoid the setback die. So, yep, straight up shot, and she is taking one at you as well. Wait a minute. Nobody said they'd get to shoot. Three successes. Three advantage. Three successes and three oh. advantage. Yes. Very good. Yes, that's 13 damage plus a crit from me. Oh, that, that's very nice. Um, since you are exchanging fire essentially at the same time, I'm going to let her roll up before the effects of your damage uh, you know, degrade her performance. So let's go ahead and take her shot, shall we? Uh, disruptor rifle. Now that, does that use the heavy, ranged heavy or ranged light? Does anyone know offhand? Is it the rifle or the little gun? It is a disruptor rifle. Uh, the one that does 10 damage. Uh, oh. Probably ranged heavy then. Yeah. Very good. All right. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know which, which skill's worse than that NPC because it's that one. <laughs> it was actually a moot point because they are equal. <laughs> Wow. Well, <laughs> realized realized that right after I said it. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yes, it is a ranged heavy. <laughs> Killing us, man. Killing us. But it, but a disruptor rifle does have cumbersome too. It does. Oh, there you go. Yes. Uh, she is uh, tough enough to use that, and she is using it with both hands. For what that ma- you know matters. So there's that. There's that. That and that. <sighs> she missed. Really? <laughs> really. <laughs> she got one success and one failure. Well, uh, what a she, shame. She, after canceling out the uh, advantage and threat, she rolled tons of that, but they canceled out mostly. She's left Aww. with a couple of advantage. Oh. Right. 92 was my crit roll. 92. Oh, my goodness. Oh, fun. Where did that go? 92, you say. At the brink, the target suffers one strain each time he performs an action. Ow. So that stinks right. because I'm pretty sure... Uh, yeah, she's technically a rival, which means her strain goes straight to wounds. <laughs> Will, today you can be the hero. <laughs> so how much damage total was that? Uh, let's see. Thirteen. Blaster Thirteen. like she was a kinder. Bam! Ow! Sympathy for you and your leaky goo. 
That's that's really um, that's that's unpleasant for her. She she doesn't feel the tickle of that. She doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, she has adversary one. That should add a difficulty die, doesn't it? Or uh, should have should have. I don't think it would make a difference except possibly towards the crit, and I'm not going to take the crit away uh, away from you, so we will just ignore that this time around. So, Oh, wait, Soak. Yeah, Soak. I forgot about Soak. She is wearing laminate armor, by the way. So that's not as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so she looks very unpleased with you. But honestly, she looks more unpleased with herself or, or displeased because she took a shot at you and she missed. And that just cannot be allowed to happen. So, it's, by the way, I'll just point out now that I find it very convenient that the Twilight female is wearing very nice armor. You're welcome. <laughs> so who gets the uh, disruptor rifle? Oh, never mind. We know the answer to that question. <laughs> I'll take the armor. Well, you could always, you know... Space Pash out the airlock, and then you get them both. Pash doesn't really nah. range heavy, so it would actually be used because you've got the range heavy. I'll take the laminate armor. Let's feel. Hmm. Laminate armor gives a plus two to soak, by the way. Yeah, it's, I mean, armor, it's not that impressive. All right. Uh, oh, is it my turn? My turn? Is my turn? So that's all it does? Because padded armor is plus two to soak. Right. I thought padded was plus one. No, padded is plus two. Uh, heavy clothing is plus one to soak. Laminate armor is only plus two to soak. It's really not that impressive. So, so it's my, turn, closed, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. It's closed, yeah. but it's hard to close. <laughs> it can be modified more. Somebody really wants a turn now, apparently. I think so. Um, I, I think my internet connection is cutting out. We'll have to pick it up there next time, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All right, where are we here? So they have acted. Two of you have acted. And then one of you gets to go, and then the one that scored five advantage, which is the rest of you, isn't it? So, go ahead. Cool. Oh, by the way, Will, I was just about to say, before I take my turn, you still have a maneuver left, and you know what's about to happen. Oh, yeah, I will. So, would you like to, like, you know... I will take get... cover. <laughs> I was going to no, say wait. run, but hey, whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that this cargo lift that you're on is moving slowly enough that if you wish, you could move off of it to the lower deck or the upper deck. At this point, it's it's about uh, a little above waist height on you guys. So uh, if you wanted to slip below, you could do so without risking damage, or if you wanted to climb above, you could do so. Uh, however, uh, I notice that you are moving through a, what is actually a closed door right there. Okay. There is one open door. door. This door over here next to the blue Tweedlack is still open. And that might be relevant for the uh, the Gand to know. It might be. So. Oh, and by the way, you climbed, so we can uh, actually put you right up here now. Sure. But, uh, At which point you can see through that open door to where that Twi'lek is. Hooray! Huzzah. And you, you actually are, are present enough to hear her curse of despair as she misses. Hooray! So, um, yeah, Oscara okay. took her action, her, her maneuver, right? And she just moved on that level. The droid looks over at you like, what are you doing? I don't have any actions in this combat. 
wait a minute, that's not true. <laughs> Who is controlling the droid? The droid is mine. So the droid should have gone with Gan. So the droid needs to. Well, the droid couldn't go up the ladder, could it? No. No, but it was on a lift that is moving up. Um, right. It is short enough that at this point it could still wheel off, but if it waits even one initiative phase longer, it will no longer be able to move to the lower deck. Well, it wants to be on the top deck, so it'll wait. All right. I can tell. I can't uh, guarantee the safety of your droid unit there. You should probably think about guaranteeing the safety of my droid then. I can't guarantee the safety of your droid unit. <laughs> guarantee the safety of my droid. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, I heard you guys earlier when I logged on uh, talking about lightsabers. These two statues do, in fact, seem to be holding something resembling lightsabers, and they are glowing with with brilliant light, uh, the the green and the red. Although, actually, the red, I take that back, the red is glowing blue, but the green is green. Everybody clear? Yep. Not even a little, but okay. 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 That's So, Patch? Pash. Pash is doing many things. Uh, okay. Uh... Pash passes. No. Pash does not no? pass. <laughs> Pash fails. Pash is going to... Hmm. Is this a Pash-fail kind of test? It certainly is. So, Pash, Pash is... Well, Pash is going to lob a grenade. That's all there is. That's just... That's going to happen. All right. And Where throw is he lobbing a grenade? He is going to lob the grenade so that it explodes right in the face of Little Miss Blue. Does Pash recognize that he is in the blast radius of Sarah? Pash does, but Pash also realizes that as he throws it, he can slip out of the way and get some cover. Hmm. Slide off. He can, he can sort of roll and slide off as it's traveling in midair. Is taking cover a maneuver by some chance? Oh, it could possibly be a maneuver. I think I think you could uh, you could do that, and simply uh, take your maneuver to get cover as you throw the grenade as your action. Sounds good to me. Yes. Sounds good to me. Damn, I'm gonna have to roll some dice, aren't I? I think you might. Uh, anybody know offhand the difficulty of grenade throwing? Is it variable based on the target, or is it like a ranged attack where it is spaced on the it's distance? Like a ranged, light ranged attack. Exactly, light ranged attack. Very good. So, that would be two purples. Would that be correct? Indeed. That, that would be correct. Purple. Okay. And do I have any setback or boost associated? Well, you are on a moving lift, but that's not anything particularly major. Uh, you are trying to take cover as you throw the grenade. Um, I'm thinking together those add up to a setback die. So, setback die. And clearly no one's helping at the moment. So <laughs> that's something that we'll have the to do. The droid is giving you a look. The droid should have stayed elsewhere. <laughs> that's always true, isn't it? Really? Okay, so we're rolling three yellows, one green, two purples, and one black. That sounds good, except I think... Hmm, do I want to throw a force, a destiny point into the mix? I've only got one. I think I'll wait and see how this pans out. Okay. Gave it a chance. It's fine. All right. There we go. And what kind of grenade is this? A frag? This would, I believe, it's a frag. A stun? It's the one you gave us, what? which I think was a frag. No, the, they were stun? Three stun? They were, they were stun grenades. Three stun grenades. Stun, stun, stun. Oh, well, your droid might be fine then. I don't know what you're complaining about. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it won't hurt at all. 
Yeah. He's a droid. He doesn't get stunned. He'll shake it off and he's just, he'll be like, hey, what? What? It's only like a small EMP. I think the droid will be fine. Don't worry about it. What if the EMP does nothing but stuff? All right. Flash, flashbang EMP. Flashbang greatness. All right. Stun grenade. Range light. Eight. All right. All right. So three and one and two and one. Beautiful. Roll. I'm you even want to know, you know what, I'm going to print screen. Okay. Two success, one advantage, two triumph. <clears throat> two triumph. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, this seems familiar. This, this seems <laughs> like it's happened before. It's, it's This has happened before and it happened again and again and again. That's just okay. Will you be using your triumphs to in- inflict critical hits with these? And, and can stun weapons crit? I, I'm, I don't see anywhere in here that it says it doesn't. True. Um, you're doing strain damage instead of wounds. But for these villains, that doesn't quite matter, does it? No. Now, the way I believe grenades work is that you do the list of damage, and if you hit, you also do the blast damage on top of that. Correct me if I'm uh, I will allow someone else to correct you if you are wrong, because I haven't uh, fully read up on grenades yet. I'm doing so now, but uh, if anyone, you know, who might edit books like this for a living... Uh... I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the telling when you get your copy? <laughs> when, when I get my copy, I will inform you. All right, oh, so darn. that just all by itself does 8 plus 8 plus 2, which would be 18 stun damage. All right, it says if the blast quality doesn't activate, the ordinance still detonates, but bad luck or poor aim on the part of the fire or quick reaction on the part of the victims means the explosion may not catch anyone else in its radius. However, the user may also trigger blast if the attack misses by spending three advantage. In this case, the original target. And every target engaged with the original target suffers damage equal to the blast rating of the weapon. So Twi'lek is going to be taking the full damage, mm-hmm. and uh, you you can... Uh, actually, with success, doesn't that make the, the blast go off? I'm pretty sure it makes the blast go off with success. Yeah. And what is the blast radius on this thing? Blast eight. Blast what eight. So I don't, blast, I don't know if it's an actual range. I think it's just everyone engaged. Mm, I think you might be right, and I think the eight is the amount of strain damage that those people take. The extra, yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, 16 plus two successes, 18 stun damage, which is nice. And disorient. And disorient three, which is also nice. And I didn't even have to spend triumph yet. Three rounds of disorientation. Hmm. That's unpleasant. So I, I think I know how I'd like to spend at least one of my triumphs. Yes. And and that would be that um, Little Miss Blue Pants uh, drops her um, disruptor rifle. <laughs> Hmm. Onto the cargo lift, and it clatters onto the bottom below. <laughs> Where the droid picks it up and starts firing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, spend two, I'll spend two if I have to. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, you're actually putting the weapon completely out of reach with the way you describe that, so yeah, I would take two, but um, yeah. That's that's reasonable. I mean, you scored two triumph. I can hardly say no to disarming your foe and, and actually in a way that keeps them disarmed. 
as as uh, would I then be able to spend um, two strain to take an extra maneuver to pick it up? Uh, not if it happens the way you described it to me, which uh, is that it fell to the floor and then clattered uh, through the gap to the floor below. Yep. Because you are on the lift as it goes up. If if you want to knock it all the way down to the lower deck, then you would not be able to pick it up. That's okay because I'm I'm dropping down to the lower deck as part of my mm-hmm. maneuver. So oh, are you now? Yeah, yeah. I, I would be on the lower deck away from the blast. See my cunning plan? <laughs> I, I do see your cunning plan. Uh, in that case, yes, being on the lower deck, you would be able to spend two strain to get a second maneuver. One was taking cover in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you may do that. Beautiful. I'm happy, right. and I've still got one advantage. Can I kick a boost to, to my good friend, um, Mathis? I, I probably won't. Whoever needs it next. I probably won't be in the encounter until oh, next round, at floating, least. Floating boost. The grenade went off in such a way that it's highly advantageous to whoever decides to do anything next. Right. All right. Well, who's going to do something next? <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's gone except for Mathis. That's uh, correct. Uh, well, Re- Opal Re is still inside. I didn't give her initiative slot. She's kind of in the background, but. Uh, She's on the other side of the door that you are approaching. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump her into the initiative alongside you and say that All she right. will open that door for you. Um, now, this thing has been locked down by someone named, uh, I believe, Gand. Indeed. Um, when you locked it down, did that lockdown include members of your party, or did you allow them to access nope has permission to do anything with this ship in any way except me. Very good. So she would have to make a roll to try and do this. And she would have to roll really, really well. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Let's go ahead and give her a try, shall we? I mean, she could just ask, and I might let her in. Well, you're not presently at a computer terminal, are you? Uh, Remember, I had everything routed to my data pad. Oh, you did. Mm -hmm. Do you have Wi-Fi on that? (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you remember to um, the little dongle to make sure it's active? Yeah, I mean, did that. It's all good. Hmm. Now, the skill that I'm looking for, I believe, is something related to computer. Is it not? Oh, indeed, yes. That is not a skill that she is particularly well trained in. Oh. This is a, a matter of some sadness for her. <laughs> I believe I did actually specifically say at some point that she's not great with computers. For being a, an archaeologist, uh, yeah. I think we lost somebody. Did we? No. Uh, I'm still here. Oh, okay. This told me something. Just you. Maybe we lost you. It's probably our listeners at home. Yeah, uh, they're just falling off the wagon. One, bang, uh, bang, uh, bang, uh, bang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I will give her a chance here. Um... Yeah, her intellect is four. That's nice. That's handy. (laughs) Well, in spite of scoring a buttload of advantage, um, she didn't actually succeed. She got five advantage, though. Oh, how nice. That's good for her. Maybe. Yeah. Nah, she's fine. (laughs) Now... Yeah, uh, she'll pass that along to Mathis to, as as major bonuses if he tries to get in the door himself. Perhaps an upgrade on his niche. 
Oh, possibly even more than that, but yes. Uh, so go ahead, Mathis. What are you going to do now? Uh, you, you hear over the comlinks that there are you know, exclamations of dismay and, and cursing and, and things like that. Am I aware they can lock down the ship? No, not until you run up to the ship and the boarding ramp doesn't uh, doesn't open for you. I can't see any reason why he wouldn't know that. I mean, everybody else does. It was communicated to people. No, did you tell everyone that? Uh, yeah. Okay, then then Mathis does know that. And frankly, oh, yeah. Opal's kind of banging on the inside of the door. I can't open the hatch. Would probably tip him off too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna run up to the the door in the hatch. I see the outer you know computer panel to open the door. I look at my toolkit. Mm-hmm. Look at the computer panel. And then I go to my comlink and go, Gan, open this door. <laughs> <laughs> that that was on the comlink? Yes. Okay. Okay. So when it's my turn again, I'll free action open that. There you go. All right. Uh, it is now the, the action of the, the other peoples. So we have shooting going on. This, uh, this big, burly, brawling dude... Is uh, since he is now deprived of his chance to shoot at Pash, um, you know what? Actually, he he might. I haven't said that the lift is fully closed yet. He could attempt to jump down with his maneuver, <laughs> very much like Pash did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I think that I, I think the bad guy is gonna follow Pash. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up diving. Ass. He ends up right here. Um, and he levels a blaster carbine right at Pash and takes a shot. And so, is, who's this dude? Is this a named dude, or is this just a dude? Um, you haven't yet been. You, you haven't heard his name yet. So, oh, as far as you know, he he's just a goon. Yeah, I call him NPC to be destroyed by disruptor rifle. Yeah, uh, he's gonna take a shot point blank at Pash. While he's calmly leveling his blaster at me, I actually just casually ask him, what's your name? I'd like to know before I kill you. And then he spends a destiny point to upgrade his attack. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Sorry. <laughs> I think I was just asking if he if his name. I just, I just want to know who I'm about to kill. I, I believe Dickie McDick. <laughs> uh, you hear him say, Unk, but you're not entirely sure if his name is Unk or if that was just the sound of him landing on the deck next to you. You know, if that Hunk. was the sound, uh, like a grunt of, of uh, impact. Hunk the grunt. I like it. And he's going to take a shot at you. Uh, it, this range with a blaster carbine, is that one purple or two? Uh, if he's engaged, it's one. one. Yeah. I believe so. Oh, look, that's that's some karma right there. All right, so we've got four advantage, two threat. That negates two of that. Then we have two advantage, one success, and one triumph. Bring it. All right, so the blaster carbine does ten. Uh, sorry, nine, ten, eleven. No, ten. Just one success. Oh, no, the triumph counts as a success for this, too, doesn't it? So it is eleven. Yep. So you have eleven damage. Uh, he is going to spend the triumph to activate a crit. Mm-hmm. And let's get that percentage royal rolled on. A 79. What is a 79? Overpowered. The target, the target leaves himself open. The, the attacker may immediately attempt another free attack against him using the exact same pool as the original attack. Oh, oh my. Sounds broken to me. Yeah, let's roll it. 
that, that's actually kind of better than the, the 90-something, isn't it? Yeah, a lot. All right. So that was that and that and the, and that. All right. I apologize if I have just killed you. You probably did. not my intent. Maybe did. Uh, let's see. Four success and a threat. So that will be another nine. That will be 13 more. Now keep in mind you have some soak value, don't you? Oh, yeah, but not that much. Yeah, so but it applies to both hits. 11. Second did 13. So we take three off that. Three off that. 10. So 18. So he's at minus six. You are at minus six uh, wound threshold, is that correct? That is correct. And uh, does that not, in fact, count as a crit as well, then? Or how does that work? When you, when you drop someone be below their wound threshold, does that I seem to recall something about that? Anyone fill me in on that? Do I roll I have, the crit table again sure. when I drop someone I'll below? I'll give you a plus 10 ha- for that if you like. I haven't, I haven't read on, on death and dying too much, so I don't know. Okay. Run that by again. Uh, I think I remember reading somewhere that when you are dropped below your wound threshold, uh-huh. you roll on the crit table. Am, am I misremembering that? Or does it simply make I, it? I don't something? think you are. Go go for it. See what happens. Well, I don't no, want to do it. that if if I. Uh... No, go let's for it. Go. See what happens. No, no, let's go. Do it. Do it. You get plus ten it's... on that too because you already got one crit. You know. You know yeah. what, Wes? It sounds fun. So let's just go ahead and do it. All right. Oh shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do I really have to read this number aloud? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a ninety-six. Awesome. <laughs> So that's 106. Oh, we're into troubled water. Horrific. We're into horrific injury. Oh, poor, poor. Oh. Triumphs finally caught up to him. And if we only had a doctor. Whoa. Oh, whoops. He is the doctor. <laughs> whoops. He is the doctor. Uh, all right. Uh, I feel really bad about this, but uh, randomly roll 1d10 to determine one of the target's characteristics. 1 to 3 for brawn, 4 to 6 for agility, 7 for intellect, 8 for cunning, 9 for presence, 10 for willpower. Until this critical injury is repaired, treat... Am I wanting... Yeah, that's character. So until this critical injury is repaired, treat that characteristic as one point lower. Roll it. Uh, would would you like to roll that? Oh, no, I'll let you roll that. All right. I'll get screwed. Um, what do you think just happened when I rolled? No, no, more screwed. Uh, that's a 10. Uh, oh, where was it? Uh, 10 is willpower. Well, that makes sense. That means he's going to be it. into the pain meds. Yeah. yeah. Willpower <laughs> 1. Okay. Uh, I really need to go back and read up and see if I just totally screwed you inappropriately. But, uh. And that would be two crits. And is that a daunting critical that needs to be repaired? Uh, uh, that is a hard critical. Oh, hard. It is only hard. That's so that's a three purple hard difficulty on the on the healing thing. Uh, but does that also sort of knock you out? Oh yes, I dropped hmm. to the floor, clutching my my shiny new disruptor rifle. <laughs> okay. So Unk leans in over Pash's body and kind of sniffs like uh, the tricky. <laughs> I spend a destiny point to let him have it in the face as I go down. <laughs> I don't think that's a lot. 
I, I don't think so, but you do have five destiny points showing light side now. Oh, shit, if you let me do it, I'll shoot him as I go down. Uh, I don't think I can let you do that, but uh, I, I will let you say some final words if you wish. Ow. I, I would pick ow. <laughs> I just as, say, as, as what's you, as, that on your back? Strike me down and I shall become more powerful than you can imagine. <laughs> Strike me down and I shall lie here until someone comes with a stim pack. All right. So that was him. Unk has done more than his share now. Now we have this other guy, and he's going to take a shot at Uskar. It was Unk uh, damaged by the stun grenade? Yes. Uh, you know what? Unk was damaged by the stun grenade, which means he was disoriented, which should have put a single uh, setback setback die into that pool, which I did not roll. So yeah, it's even it was a fail. Yeah, it matter. was a failure, which, yeah, but uh, it will, in fact, uh, save you one point of damage because that offsets one of the extra points of damage. Minus five. And he made two shots, so... Here it is for the first one. The first one came up a threat. So we are negating... Uh, I, I was just going to ignore the extra advantage that he rolled anyway, because I think he kind of spent it and then some. Yeah. So, fair enough. Uh, you have, you've dodged one of those points of damage. So you're at negative what now? Five. Five. Okay. And then the smuggler takes a shot at Ascara, and that is a pool of that. I got to take a turn. Hooray! That. Oh, three success, one failure. So two successes, and that's it. The threat and the advantage cancel out. So two successes with a blaster pistol is eight damage. Um, so, yeah, eight damage to Ascara before your soak. All right. Uh, got it. And now we're at the end of the round and the beginning of a next. And... Now, they do still have the top initiative spot. <clears throat> so, I'm going to actually give that to Unk. Unk is going to kind of, with his foot, kick Pash over and then pick up the uh, the disruptor rifle. And then he's going to saunter over oh, towards this hatch. Uh, he saunters over to this hatch. Which hatch? This one over here, this interior door. Door. Oh, excellent. And he looks through the... Uh, I think there, is, there are windows in these doors. Uh, when you were on Opal Rees ship, did I describe the windows in these doors that allowed you to look in from one section to the other? Yes, I think they were did. like little triangle things. Yeah. So he's going to look through the little window and kind of smile at Opal Rees and kind of wave at her. Um, and I'm going to say she doesn't even notice. So he's now sad. She appears to be looking the other way. <laughs> that always the way. Mm. He kind of gives the door a little kick like this was supposed to open. But that's kind of all he's got stuff for unless I want to spend. He's now stuck on the ground floor because the lift's gone up. The lift has gone up, yeah. So you know what? The stuff with the best weapon is actually out of the fight for the moment. <laughs> yeah, but he's actually not... Um, when, when he realizes the door doesn't open and Opal Rhee isn't paying any attention, he kind of turns his attention over here. And he, uh, in fact, I'm going to move him there. 
And he takes the lid off one of these boxes and starts rummaging. Not that anyone of you can see this happening, but for our listeners at home, uh, Pash is now unconscious in a room with a thug who is rummaging in a box. And then you guys get to go. So, well, I'll go. I'll take another shot at uh, our blue Twi'lek friend. The the disarmed blue Twi'lek person? Oh, that's right. She's disarmed. Does well, she have like a, a blaster pistol or she something? She does have a heavy blaster pistol strapped to her. All right. Head. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and shoot at her just, you know, so she doesn't get a chance to draw that and shoot. Right. Uh, four successes. So that's 14 damage. 14 damage. Okay. So... Oh, and I did add in the extra purple die for her being a threat. Oh, good. Thank was. you. Uh, so, hmm. Hmm. After her soak, that does nine points of damage, which is exactly how much she had left. <laughs> so, perfect. Uh, yeah. She collapses to the ground. Never. She's got her right hand back on the, the, the um, on the handle of her heavy blaster pistol. She never even got to draw it. She just takes the shot, keels over, falls to the ground. Nice shot, Ascara. Thank you. So where are we now? Oh, uh, next. Who, who would like to go next? Um, I'll, I'll go next. I'll uh, I'll just uh, you know open. This door, so Mathis can get in. Okay. Yes, indeed. And then, what would I like to do next? I think I, from my data pad, I'm going to start the launch sequence for this vessel. All right. Uh, it is currently facing <laughs> into the hangar bay. You realize that? It doesn't really bother me all that much. Okay. Uh, you begin the the uh, the launch sequence for the ship. Then it, it starts to power up. Uh, it's a cold start, so it's going to take a little while. The That's ship fine. has ship has been here for quite some time. That's fine. And it's not exactly been on standby, so That's the fine. engines start heating up. That's also fine. <laughs> uh, what else would you like to do? Uh, oh, I get to do something else. Uh, I'm I'm going to what am I, what I'd like to do. If I if I look in this doorway here, whatever. I can't actually. Yeah, it's a doorway. If I look in this doorway here, what do I see? Can I see this person here? Shrink you down a little bit so you can see the walls there. Uh, um, the door to the, the room that you're in, the, the little uh, the little alcove you're talking about. The little alcove. If I look out this door here, yes. can I see this guy here? Uh, you can see him through a tiny little window because I, that door he, next to him is shut. What does he appear to be doing? Uh, you see the back of his head, and that's really about all you can tell at this at this vantage. You can see that there's someone on the other side of the door, but the window is very small. Um, and that's really it. When when is my droid allowed to go? On your turn. On my turn, my droid is going to go scoot here, and then gonna well, actually, he doesn't even need to scoot there. He's just gonna reach out with the little electro zapper thingy and electro zap that guy. All righty then. Nice. Grab my stats for. The Astromac droid. So he's going to use his arc welder as a weapon? Sure. Uh, um, yes, arc welder. Damage 3, range E engaged. Uh, special is stun damage. So uh, the droid has a dice pool of one green die. One green die. One green die. And we are engaged, so that would be one, one purple, yes? 
Uh, this is a melee attack, I believe. Uh, so probably two. Two. There we go. All right. Rolling. It's a success <laughs> with two threat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. All right. So uh, it does deal three stun damage to the guy. Um, let's see. His soak value is two. So he one of them does go through. Really? And that is the first damage this guy has taken, I believe. Is he stunned then? Does that if we do stun damage, does that stun him? No. It takes away from strain, but since he doesn't have strain, it goes away from his wounds instead. Awesome. Zap. <laughs> zap. Yeah, zap indeed. Uh this droid does have a built in repair kit. It's skilled in astrogation, computers, cool mechanics, and piloting. Hoorah. And it has eleven wounds. With a stoke three. Hoorah. Astromech droid set aside. Are you done with your turn, Gand? Um, I think I've done everything that I currently want to do, okay. maybe. Yeah, because that's... She's down and out, right? Uh, yes, you can see through the open doorway here that she is unconscious on the floor. Okay, and then this guy is stuck there. Okay, and then that thing's going on there. Alrighty, um, I'm good. Yeah, okay. hang on. I'm going to step away for just a second. All right. Who's next? Uh, I guess I'm next. Because All right. Is out. Right. Uh, Mathis is going to move in here past Opal. All right. Uh, see that this door is locked. Look through there. See this asshole rummaging through uh, whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, get down on essentially uh, one knee, extend his gaffy stick, and then talk to Gan over the comm and say, Gan, when I tell you to open this door, and essentially, he's going to take a, a another maneuver to aim, and okay. then on his on his next action, whenever Gan opens the door, you know he can basically run through there and and wallop that guy with his club. The guy. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Uh, very good. Uh, Opal Re is going to step back here, uh, level her blaster pistol. Uh, you said you're down on one knee, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm down to try to use the door's cover so he can't see straight through the window. I'm, ass- I'm assuming those are eye-level, the windows. Yes. Yeah, so I'm kind of ducking down underneath. All right. Well, she kind of leans out of sight following your lead so that she doesn't uh, give away her presence. Uh, but she is uh, essentially waiting to aid you. She is going to take a, a kind of a... Oh, what's the word for the uh, kind of shot that will hopefully... Uh, suppressing fire, that kind of thing. She's going to aid you and give you a boost die by taking a shot in his general direction when the door opens. Sounds good. And, and yeah, and that's that's my turn. I just end it aiming, uh, lining up my shot essentially. All right, that'll give you a boost die as well. So you have a good shot at this guy when you get to charge him. All right, so is that everybody for this round for you guys? I believe so, yes. All right. Well, they lost one of their actions, but this smuggler does have one left. Um, He looks around in quiet desperation, realizing that his boss has been taken out of the fight. But, hmm. Well, he's kind of backed into a corner here. Um, with With one of his maneuvers, or with one maneuver, he kind of elbows the door control, like, why isn't this door opening for me? Um, but he can't go through it because the door doesn't open. So then he takes a shot at uh, Oscara. 
that will be this and that. And two purples. And am I forgetting anything else? Does Ascar have some kind of advantage at all? No. Okay. Oh, that's a triumph. Two successes and three threat. So, uh, yeah, so six, seven, eight, nine. It'll be nine damage. Uh, plus, we're going to spend the triumph for a crit. Um, hmm, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead and do that with for the crit. I, I was thinking about maybe having a, the blast ricochet and, and open the door behind him just on a lucky blast, but... Um, ultimately, that really wouldn't be that lucky for him because then he'd end up back to back with Gan. So it'd be kind of a waste of a triumph. So, um, however, the threat is going to uh, apply some stun or uh, some strain to him, which of course translate directly into wounds, uh, because he just whacked the door control with his elbow. He hit it a lot harder than he meant to, and he ended up uh, uh, hitting the funny bone on, on his elbow and sending tingles up his uh, arm. Okay. So that's going to be some strain, uh, two points of strain. So he's down to that, and he is going to crit you. I've already told you the damage. The crit roll is a 23. 23. I think that's the flip a force point one. Uh, it is off balance. Add uh, setback die to his next skill check. So you take a setback die to your next uh, check. Okay. His shot knocked you off balance, and that's about it. At least according to this chart on the GM screen. Well, I'm not going to argue with the chart. Okay. So that is, I think, the end of the round, and we're at the top of the order. Uh, well, I think since Brian is away, let's just go ahead and start right back with the Scara. That seems fair. If, if I think we go first, don't we? Yes, um, you guys have... Yeah. Well, no. Actually, they have one initiative slot ahead of you, that one where they oh, roll all those... They're down a guy, though, right? They are. So Does that take away from their top initiative? No. It's, it's just that that person doesn't act. Right. So one of the others can still take that top slot. Right. I just thought we were at the top slot. Right. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Unk is going to uh, finish doing what he's doing. And then he turns... Hmm, let's see here. Well, nobody can actually see what he's doing, so I'm not going to narrate uh, out loud what exactly he is doing in that room. Stuck but it is somewhat interesting. Stuck with Pash, and if Pash was away, he'd be really uncomfortable. That is safe to say, yes. Well, has he moved from that stu- uh, that position? Uh, you have no way to know because you are taking cover, so you c- he can't see you through the window, which means you oh. can't see him through the window. So Opal wouldn't tell me if... Well, she can't see him either because she's leaning out of the line of sight. Ah, okay. Um, she's basically leaning back against this door here. She's got so, this bad feeling uh, I'm about to become a hostage with a disruptor rifle at my head. Mm. Nobody fucking... Nice knowing you. <laughs> Gonna be like, whatever. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, let's see here. Good thing there's no coup de grace in this thing. <laughs> You can't even auto-crit somebody? Uh, well, I'm sure you could auto-crit with a disruptor rifle right in the back of their head, but you'd still have to roll the crit type. Right. But you'd probably get some GM house rule bonus for doing that. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure what I just said right to, so... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to leave him right there, but uh, that, that's a temporary thing, and he may or may not still be there when your thing goes off. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, let me make a check for him. And he's disoriented for two more rounds, or...? I think one more round. Let's see. He, yeah, he came down and and took out Pash, and then he went over to the door. So this is his third round. Oh, okay. This is yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do this layer. He is now on the GM layer. Dun 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 dun. And I am going to the GM layer. This also has stunts because he's still got the other two. And that guy's already taking stun damage. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Alright, I need to make a check for him. It's not his best roll. But let's see what happens. That cancels that. That cancels that. Okay. Alright. Okay, so that was him. Now it's you guys. And you all get to go before the other villain. Alright. So I'm going to blast the guy in front of me. Smuggler dude. Smuggler dude? Okay. I'm flipping a destiny point. Oh, yay! Thank you. I was hoping one of you would do that soon. Uh, because I'm probably going to go down if he shoots at me again. That's why. But uh, So I have two success, one triumph, two advantage. Oh, my. So that's... Uh, 12 damage and a crit. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that the 12 damage minus his soak value is enough to take him out. Uh, would you still like to roll the crit, though? Because that technically doesn't kill him, necessarily. Um, no. We'll settle with taking him out for now. All right. So would it be good to use that triumph for, then? Uh, we got... Yeah. Uh, you could spend the triumph to start the lift heading back in the opposite direction so you can get a bead on that dude in the bottom row. Oh, wait, so I got someone else shooting at me? What, I'm almost... <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> not just... Uh... You can go over and check out the lightsabers. All right, sure, yeah, we'll say that, uh... Wait, the lift went down, so... No, it's up. The, the lift up. is all the way up. It, it brought everybody up to the top oh, level. Right. Um, yeah, sorry, I wasn't clear, I didn't, uh... Sorry, yeah, you guys rolled, you rolled off and... Odd yeah, they rolled off right before it came up and sealed into the floor at the end of that round. Um, so, yes, it is in the up position. Uh, whatever you want to do with it is up to you. What, uh, what is it you're, you're kind of thinking is your next act? Oh, did you have any strain, Will? No. Oh, okay. It's, it's really up to you, Will. I mean, uh... You've got that triumph. I'd hate to see you go to waste. Yeah. Uh. Mm. <laughs> sure. We'll say that he hits the controls to the left and starts the lift going down. All right. And then I'll spend two advantage to take cover. All right. Nice. Where Where would you like to take cover, and from whom? Just where I'm at, because I'm considering people will be shooting up, so I've got like that kind of corner to hide behind. Right. Fair enough. Using the droid as bait, I like it. Gan yeah. probably wouldn't, but I like it. <laughs> All right. So, very good. Uh, I would say that uh, you, you basically crouch down next to this wall 
in such a way that anyone shooting at you from below would have a very difficult time hitting you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, good. Sounds good. And the lift, uh, thanks to your lucky shot, it ricochets right off of his falling corpse or, or unconscious form, whatever you wish to call it, uh, hits the control and the lift begins to go down. In fact, it, it hits the control in such a way that it doesn't even destroy the control. It just kind of nicks the lever and, you know, pops it over. Well, that's convenient. I like it. <laughs> and the lift begins to go way. down. Uh, Pash's head is not in the way. Woo-hoo! I think I've done enough to Pash, don't you? <laughs> um, on your turn when you're unconscious, is, does this system allow you to make any kind of recovery roll or, or anything of the sort? recently been looking through that particular section of the book, and it seems to me that unless you've got a friend, you're pretty screwed when you become unconscious. Hmm. Well, you've got a friend in me, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ain't got no stim packs I can use. <clears throat> you That's right. to me. Oh, speaking of stim packs, I still have a maneuver. I can use a stim pack to recover four wounds. I will do that. Oh, excellent. I'll take right. five unless you've used one. Um... I'm still going off the uh, Oscar's stats in the uh, from the beginner box, and that's it. It's at four there. Huh. So unless they changed in the actual game, I really couldn't say. I could look it up if you like. Yeah. It's uh, five. Okay, five. it's five. 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 It is. Alrighty then. See, as I've been unconscious, I've actually had time to be reading the book. So yes. <laughs> handy that. Very handy. Should you become unconscious more often? It's amazing what you learn. And seeing how the he finally did get his core book in the mail. That's right. Eventually. Page 220, the first impact used on a character automatically recovers five wounds. Nice. How much but, did that cost to ship to Australia? Because it's a, a meaty book. Um, that would be a metric fuckton. <laughs> That's hmm. a, um, a metric. <laughs> metric. <laughs> All, All right. right. A single metric fuckton. But, moving on. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, who is going to go next? That lift is coming down right next to Pash. It's inches away from your head. But it, it, actually, I'm going to go ahead and narrate this. If uh, Unk had not kicked you over to get the disruptor rifle below you, your head would, in fact, be below this lift. <laughs> so the DM says, I saved your life. You're welcome. Yeah, you fucking owe me. You owe me. <laughs> You'd be dead was me. Well, yeah, you're the GM. Of course I'd be dead if it wasn't for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, You own me nothing. I, I live to serve and to kill you. I think Gan's turn. Uh, and while you were away, Brian, uh, yeah. Mathis uh, asked Gan to open the door that he was at. Oh, okay. So I should maybe do that, depending on how much ready credits you have. <laughs> would, you like, would you like to make withdrawal? Yes, I would. Thank you. If I wire open that, in the mail. If I, if, oh, really? In, the wire transfer is in the mail. Well, that makes sense. Perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. okay, open that door. You you go through it, and then I'm going to close it. Right in front of Opal Ray's face. Perfect. Pretty much. Well, Opal is is waiting and ready to fire a shot to, to help Mathis when he charges the bad guy, who last when last they saw him was here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who is probably now here waiting. Possibly. Um, I'm, I'm going to just say that he did, on his turn, move into that square. 
Um, and I'm just going to give that as a free bit of information because Mathis is right next to the door. He heard some movement on the other side, and, okay. and we'll leave it at that. Um, hmm. he, he heard a sort of a clink and a thump and footsteps. Uh, and and why is the lift coming down? Why why is that happening? So, so your droid can see what's going on and report. Uh-huh. Because Oscar gets scored a triumph, and that's what she wanted to do with her triumph. Oh, okay. Yeah. She shot the lift to go down. Ascara shot this smuggler, and the shot ricocheted off of him as he fell and hit a lift control over by this wall uh, and didn't damage the lift control but hit the lever, knocking the lever that sends the lift back down. So so the, the words, nothing happens on this ship unless I let it happen, don't mean anything. Okay. Yep, that's right. <laughs> this was a mechanical control beyond the realm of computers. Uh-huh. I, I would PCR that, post-creative rationalization, as uh, you did activate, the, uh, reactivate the lift so that it would go up, and in the process uh, you were doing other things, and you never, like, re-secured it. So, really? Yes. That's awfully sloppy of me. I'll have to correct that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You really should be more careful. <laughs> Again, look, right. I told you, don't, don't cut yourself when you make a mistake. It's okay, man. It's okay. Just don't Stop the cutting, all right? Indeed. How do, how do I make Pash explode at this point? Well, um, it's very easy. If you just throw your droid over and overload it, that would work. <laughs> yes. So or the lift is going back now. All right. All right. I'll open the door and he can take whatever consequences are coming to him. All right. Uh, do you have anything else you want to do on your turn? Well, probably. Can you just stand um, like a ladder? To like, yeah. right? I am. Well, in, in the place where the ladder comes up, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um playing on his data pad, opening doors and such. So, actually, this all seems to be pretty secure, so I'm going to come through that. I'm going to open that door. Which door? This door. He's going to allow my... some Okay. Loose. I thought you already opened the door that you were next to. No. Okay. I'm looking through it. At this all point. right. All right. All doors and open I... before gained, before he commands them. I will secure this door again. Okay. Open this door. Right. Step through, and that's probably all I'm going to be able to do this turn. Fair enough. Unless you want to spend some strain. I can't entice you into spending some strain. Oh, more's the pity. Or can you entice me into flipping light side points? <laughs> well, somebody did that already, so I have a dark side point now. Oh, I, yeah. I have I have something to play with. I was I was worried that you wouldn't have enough to be getting on with. I knew that was a concern for you. That's why I wanted to let you know. You can rest easy now. All right. So, oh, Mathis. Uh, wait, wait. One, one further thing. Okay. One further thing. Well, actually, two further things as it happens. Um, how's the ship doing on its startup season? Uh, it is warming up and getting ready to, uh, to full systems go. It's not quite ready yet. Like I said, cold start, but it's and getting there. Declared, and we've declared that the cargo, uh, the cargo lift is going down right now? Yes, this cargo lift is going down, and it's about halfway down. Well, it's a little less than halfway down. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Mathis. Yes, sir. The door in front of you hisses open abruptly. Uh, I'm going to say that Gand did, in fact, give you warning that he was about to do that. Is that fair to say, Gand? Yep. Well, I asked him to, so I expected it at any moment. All right. The door opens, and you do not see the guy. He is not here. He is not here. He is not even over here. He is not anywhere. Do you like eggs and ham? Yes, I like them. Uh, Same Opal takes her shot as she had prepared to shoot through the door. Um, so she fires off around, 
it uh, impacts harmlessly on the side of this large crate. And I need you to make a vigilance check. A vigilance check. Uh, well, vigilance. perception would work. Whichever is higher. Uh, perception or vigilance. Let me see. I think they're about the same. Okay. Yes, they are. Do I have a difficulty on this? Uh, the difficulty is going to be two purple dice. Well, two or hmm. two purple dice with a setback. That would be a, that would be a failure and a threat. Okay. I will get back to you on the threat. Okay. What would you like to do now? If he's not there, I'm shutting the door and locking the door. You cannot do that. You do not have control of the door. <laughs> I will manually override the door with the control panel next to the door. All right. Uh, you, may, you may begin to do that. Uh, uh, you're going to need to make a mechanics check. Okay. Uh, it is going to be... Uh, the difficulty is set by uh, Brian's... Um, Sorry, Gan's computer skill, basically. Um, of course, he scored a triumph earlier, so it should be a little more difficult than just that. Uh, what What is your computer skill, Gand? Uh, Gan's computer skill? Yes. Is um, three, three I would like to, and one I would green. Like to bring a point of order of uh, that Gand, even though he did not re-secure the lift... He resecured the door upstairs, but he did not state that he was going to resecure this door. That is true. Yep, it had to be open for him to get through. And he didn't say he was going to resecure the door that the original door that I came through as well, which was this one. Fair enough. Hmm. <laughs> you never actually said you were casting the spell, all right? Well, I'm just saying if if uh, if if he's got to resecure the doors to lock them, he never actually stated he was resecuring well, the door. <clears throat> I would say that this door here, sir, that you asked me to open, would have to be open during your initiative in order for you to go through it. Right. Yes. So closing it uh, is probably not that big a deal. Well, I, I kind of leave this one up to Gand because, uh, you know, uh, I, I, you're a good enough role player. I trust you not to metagame it, and it's up to you whether or not Gand would leave that door in Mathis's control or if he is maintaining the I control everything on the ship. I, I, in all fairness, I did assume while you were away that the lift that brought the crew up was unsecured and could then take them down. But uh, you are here now, and I don't need to make that assumption. What yeah, if, what exactly if, if, did if, Gan do with that door? Well, <clears throat> as as per Gan's little little um, instruction, when he went to open that door for Mathis, uh, the intent was that the door would be open, Mathis would be able to step through and then the door would close behind him. All right. So did you put the door on a, a brief timer? Um, Is it like a one-shot? Okay, it's open, but then it's going to shut I, and lock again? I think, quite honestly, what's going to happen is uh, when my turn comes around again, that door's going to close. Fair enough. Okay, which would give him access to that area. Mm -hmm. So if he wanted to close it, I don't think it would be that big a deal. Uh, well, okay. I am still going to make him close it because you didn't, the way it was described to me is that you opened yeah. the door, but you didn't give him control of the door. That's so fine. That's I will just... make it easier than I was going to, which What's is the... not going to be the full uh, three red and a purple. No, that's yeah, that's fine. Just because feel... its its intent is to close on the start of my next turn anyway, so it mm -hmm. it would be just a matter of him 
Yes. This is a couple of buttons to make it close a little early. This is Mathis trying to shut it early, if I'm not, uh, yeah. if I understand correctly. Is that right, Mathis? Yes. If, if the door opens and the guy's not there, uh, you know, obviously this is going down in a matter of seconds, but, you know, yeah. in an interest of shutting the door sooner, I'll, I'll roll a mechanics check. What's the difficulty? Okay. Uh, now it wouldn't. Your intellect gand was five, or it was four, right? You said it was three yellow and one purple. Yeah, uh, right. and I, like I said, it. Yeah, I'm not going. Or, anyway, just you know, whatever. Yeah, it would normally be a three yellow and a green, but you're not. I'm not going to throw all of that upgrading into your pool right. because gand isn't specifically trying to exclude you. Well, it would be a even roll. My mechanics is the same as his computer. Okay. Well, I'm going to downgrade one of those at least, so you're going to have. Two purple and two red. Um, if you want to downgrade it to just three purple and a red, you could spend a force point to do that, and that would put it much more within the realm of possibility. And, and like you said, you have a great dice pool already. So, I'm not, as it stands now, two purple, two red. Okay. I, two purple, I, I, two red. I'd just like to apologize to anyone listening for spending the last 15 minutes talking about a door. I'm just going to throw that out. But it's really interesting and important door. It's door. And, and, there is actually a very good reason I'm making Mathis roll for this door. Because okay, that would only be one success and two threat. Okay, and the threat is the, the relevant point. Uh, this, this roll was made to see how quickly you can close the door. Um, so you got success and threat. That's correct. One okay. success and two threat. So the answer is you can close the door, and as you activate the control, it does kind of shutter for a moment, and then start sliding shut. But the threat means that it does not snap shut with a hiss instantly. Um, and that little moment is all it took for the bad guy to hit the trigger in his hand. Uh, okay. On his turn, he placed a small uh, breach charge on the wall right next to the door over here. That was your perception check to see if you noticed the small explosive charge next to the door. Um, the door opened. You didn't come through. He waited just a moment, and then he hit the trigger on the button, figuring that you were probably right next to the door. Or not necessarily you, but uh, Opal Ree, he thinks, is next to the door. So the threat on your roll indicates that he is able to trigger that before the door shuts all the way. However, your success on the roll means that the door is closing as the explosive goes off, and that provides you with some cover from the detonation. Sound fair? Sounds like a plan. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we've got his dice, which are not great. And difficulty is pretty standard. Um, and he did not score any advantage when he set to the thing. He simply succeeded. So there's that. And I'm throwing in a setback die on this roll that he is making. I'm not sure I'm handling explosives correctly, but we'll, we'll figure that out after. All right. Okay. Failure outweighs success. Threat and advantage knock themselves out. So that and that cancel that. We're left with two failure, which means that you do not take the full or the blast, the... Uh, you're going to take a little damage, but Opal is not, I believe. Isn't that how the blast thing uh, we figured out earlier works? Uh, blast 
doesn't succeed, then you can activate the blast with three advantage. Otherwise, it all misses. Really? Yep. The, the blast quality is the area of effect, right? Uh, no, the blast is the extra damage it does. Oh, look at that. Okay. Mm. The um, the area, as far as I've read, is just if anything that's engaged or classified as engaged is hit. Yep, I see that you are correct. Uh, it says it, in a, it, it does say in a relatively small and enclosed area, the game master might decide that everyone in the room suffers damage. Um, yes. There's going to be a little so of that. Basically, you'd extend it out to short range. Yeah. So the blast rating, I'm going to say it's about six on this charge. So uh, six damage before you soak. And it would have been quite a bit more if uh, if he'd actually hit you. You okay there, Mathis? Or was it, that was that was? Uh... Yeah, I'm good. All right. I, I took I took uh, my damage after my soak. All right, very good. So, an explosion goes off. The ship kind of rocks a little bit. However, the door shielded you from most of that blast. Uh, it also shielded Opal from most of that blast. Uh, and then the door finishes closing, and you hear a, a curse from the other side of the the. Well, no, actually, he wouldn't. He wouldn't yell out a curse at this point because he's not entirely sure he missed you, or <laughs> he doesn't know if he did his damage or not. So, did it shield him from the blast somehow? Well, he had taken cover behind. Well, I, I guess I could uh, behind a thing. Oh, okay. Yes, behind a thing. Got it. He he moved elsewhere in the room where he would not be in the blast area. Maybe that's that's one possibility. Mm-hmm. All right. So, where were we in the initiative order before we started the whole door thing? Oh, hell, I have no idea. That was the end. That was the end of uh, the players' initiatives because all three of us has went. So, you're back yeah. at the top. All right, Opal. Or you're at the bottom. Opal says something like, "Where'd he go? I thought he was right there." <clears throat> um, and the door is still intact, frankly, but uh, the 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 hull of the ship right here took some breach damage. Some uh, cool. it, it was breached, I should say. It will need to be repaired, or, or the the compartment, the middle compartment, will not pressure seal. So the the hull is breached, and the science is leaking. Yes, <laughs> something's leaking out. Possibly the sanity of your enemies. Um. All right, and Pash, you were just out of that blast radius, by the way. Not that your character knows that, but uh, you know, you would have been a little singed. So that was that, and then I guess I get to go. No, I have nobody left to go. So top of the order, I get to go. <laughs> so uh, hey West, yes, you get this... to go. Mm-hmm. Hey West, does Mathis notice the whole breach? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you you don't actually see it, but you know ships well enough to realize that. Um, any any impact that could sh- make the ship sh- shake as much as that did uh, probably did breach the hull, or at least it did a significant amount of damage to the hull in that okay. spot. That sounds good. Thank you. Basically, what he did was uh, set a, uh, a a charge specifically designed to breach hulls in order to board them. This is some of their pirate gear. Like a thermite detonator. Yes. Uh, he, he set a small one because he didn't actually want to destroy his own ship. Understood. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, 
Well, my bad guy gets to go, but nobody can actually see him. Oh, wait. Yes, you can. Because the lift is now almost all the way down. He is over here, right next to Pash. Hmm. Oscara, you are the only one who can see him. Because this lift here is lowering down. You have line of sight to him. But you also have cover, because you took cover in the corner there. And what you see as the lift goes down... Oh, the droid can see him too, by the way. Uh, uh, What you see is he kind of leans around to his right a little bit. He, He seems somewhat oblivious to you up there, because you've taken cover. You're not directly in his sight. And he is... Uh, not paying a great deal of attention to what's going on on the upper level. He's kind of leaning to his right and looking around this crate here, trying to see what happened on the uh, at the impact site and trying to see if he got anybody. Uh, uh, he looks like he's thinking about getting up and moving over there, but he's keeping his uh, disruptor rifle at the ready for the moment. So he's got a okay. moment of indecision, and that costs him this initiative. Then I will uh, take advantage of that moment of indecision and put a blaster bolt in his chest. That sounds like a or really good arm idea. or head or you know whatever avails itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good plan. Uh, this is going to be a. Hmm. It's probably still close. Yeah, I think it's still close. It's maybe on the outside edge of close, but it's close enough to be close. So he has extra difficulty for being the whatever kind of NBC he is, right? Yes. Uh, no, wait, no. this guy does not have the adversary talent. However, you do have a setback die because he took cover behind those crates. Okay. He leaned out a little, but he's still relatively uh, closed off. He hasn't moved from his cover position yet. Ooh. Uh, so that's five success. Ow. Well, I didn't crit on him. Five successes so- isn't enough to activate a crit? No, it's not. You need an advantage to activate. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Yep. It is. Uh, yeah, it's 15 damage. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. And uh, so what was the resolution of the door? I, I, I hesitate to ask. <laughs> <laughs> the door did shut because math succeeded at shutting it. Uh, it took a little bit of damage, but not enough to blow it off the tracks. This guy isn't actually that experienced in setting these charges. He succeeded with a single success and no advantage when he set the charge. So he ended up blowing a hole in the hull instead of the door. You know? All right, so I'm going to spend my uh, two advantage to say he has two setbacks due to being uh, disoriented. He's a little rattled from the blast, and he just got shot at and wasn't only expecting that. Right. That's, ha- that's fair. Sure. Very good. And uh, my other action, my other, my maneuver will be to take cover again. So, all right. It still was technically in cover. I don't know if you have to do that every time or. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I assume that once you've taken cover, it lasts until you take another maneuver that would remove you from it. But yeah, okay. So, um, which means you still have a free maneuver if you wish to aim or something like that. I will aim. Yes. Okay. Uh, very good. So, who's next? Oh, please let it be Gand. Gand, can Gand, can <laughs> Gand. Gand is going to start with the droid. All right. And move him up. Well, not up, whatever, wherever the droid sits on that square. Um, <clears throat> and if you pull down the option key, at least for me, they are not locked into the grid, and you can really p- position them exactly where you want them. The, the option key, you oh, say. Oh, the, the alt key, probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Look, man, not everybody in the world uses a Mac, okay? Look, um, push the any key, all right? <laughs> Damn it. Any key. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. Hey, see, uh, look at that. Yeah, should. Um, <laughs> so taking into consideration all the, all the things that Oscar just said had happened to this guy, uh, yes. the, the droid is going to once once again attack somebody with uh, the arc welder thing. Okay, he once again has a single green die uh, in his arc welder dice pool. Yeah, it'd be it, great if he was using it for mechanics. I mean, he's got like, two or three it, yellow. He has the boost die thanks to all those things that happened to him, according to. Uh, let's see. I believe Oscar put some setback on him. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, I'll count that as a boost, certainly. Alrighty. Uh, and then the two purple, right? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Correct. Sure. Rolling dice. Dun 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 dun. dun. Two advantage. <laughs> well, I, the good news is you don't zap Pash. Yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's a plus. Uh, I'm gonna pay that advantage forward. Okay. To right. the next individual who gets a shot at this guy. <laughs> Uh, if, uh, you would, if you had scored something ridiculous, like either a, a despair or a triumph, I would I would honestly be tempted to say you hit Pash in either case. In one case, it would wake him up, and the other, it would do more damage to him. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's really possible to roll a triumph with a dice. No, yeah, yeah. not with this pool. No. Well, no. It, it is if you actually flip a light side. Mm, too bad, huh? Yeah, I wish. Oh, well. <laughs> so you're going to pass some advantage forward. It distracts him in some way that uh, right. allows the next. Him, yeah. Or whoever you wish. Yeah. Okay. And then Gand. Now this is a statue you said right here. This is a statue. Yes, that is a statue holding a something that resembles a lightsaber, a okay. blue lightsaber. Gand's kind of a Gand's kind of an asshole about this, really. Uh, mm. He knows something is going on down on the deck below, and there's now an open hole here where the lift would be. Yes. So Gand is going to um, basically... Now, I'm going to interject something. Yes. Normally, that door in your floor would close once the lift reaches the lower deck. But you didn't tell me you were actually doing that, so there is still a hole as long as you wish there to be a hole. Right. Okay. So Gand is going to take advantage of that. He's going to lay down on the deck, hang his upper body over this this corner here, Okay. and, and shoot this guy right in the head if possible. <laughs> you certainly may. It it is an awkward position to be shooting, so that will count as a setback. But you can certainly make the effort, and I think uh, I think it's going to pay off for you here. You could always uh, up your chances with a destiny I point. I could do that, but that is not happening today. <laughs> unless, I, unless I really, really think I want that. Um. Jesus, it's been so long since I've shot a gun. I can't remember whether I add any. I just get the rating, right? I don't get anything else. Um, it's in terms of, of damage or your dice pool to shoot it? In the dice pool. I'm just getting the whatever I've... Uh, agility plus weapon. Oh, agility. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Confused. Like I said, it's been forever since I've actually shot anything. Do you, do you have any training in uh, the weapon you're shooting? Yes, I do. Okay. How much? Uh, I, I get a yellow. All right. And your agility is what? Uh, two. Two. Yeah. All right. So your dice pool is one yellow and one green. One yellow, one green, one uh, boost die, one setback die, and how much difficulty would you like me to uh, attempt? Uh, this will be a difficulty of two. Okay. It is close. 
Uh, actually, you know what? It might actually be close enough to count as one because nope. you're technically like right there. Yeah, I almost engaged. So I basically just hopped right down and went boom and shot him. Yeah, I'm, I'll strip one of those out. So just one purple die. Okay, well that's that's excellent. So now let's see here. Uh, okay, so that is uh, a success and an advantage, one of each. One of each. Well, very good. What would you like to do with your advantage? Well, let's start. Let's start with the damage. That'll be seven damage. Seven. All right. Uh, he ends up taking two after all is said and done with his soak. And and I think my my single sad little advantage. Um, the little advantage that could. Yes, the little advantage that or couldn't. That's not enough to knock the gun out of his hand. No. Um. I think I'm just going to use it for the whole, the whole, the whole surprise factor, and just you know, he's going to be really off guard because uh, again, just went kaboom in his face and and then disappeared back up the deck. <laughs> Did you have another maneuver to move back up out of his line of sight? Well, I would I would hope that that would be easy enough to do since I'm not actually moving anywhere. I would just be pulling my my body upper body back up. I don't know. It's up to you. Maybe I'll use the advantage for that then. I don't know. Yeah, if you want to do that, I'll I'll let you. Normally, it would I would cost a little bit of strain in order to to. I mean, you're bending over, so you're hanging upside down a little, and then flipping I'll, back over. I'll take a strain to to get myself fully above deck. Well, I was going to say you can either take the strain or you can use your advantage to do it without the strain. No, I'm going to take the strain to get okay. above deck, and then use the advantage to just just really. He's he's really he should be really um, disoriented, confused at this point, just totally baffled by what has just happened to him. Blimey, mate! Even the ceiling shooting out me. Yep. <laughs> wow, that was awful. But okay. <laughs> wow. I'm not an Australian. That woke me up. Jesus, <laughs> I was really comatose, but bang! Oh, lovely. That had the desired effect. <laughs> All right, so uh, Gand does what Gand does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Unk does what Unk does, um, which is become disoriented. And then who goes next? Mathis will go. All he's right. Gonna go, he's going to go back outside the ship and then get right up here and be looking at the kind of up on the hole a little bit and be looking at the whole damage. Okay. Um, did Gand ever shut the entry door? Uh, no. Okay. All right, so Mathis, from where you are, you can see that there is a a small vertical slit of about 8 to, well, 14, 16 centimeters. uh, Sorry, uh, inches, I should say, uh, because I know inches, and that will confuse the people from other countries. Uh, (laughs) There there is a, a slightly longer than foot wide gash in the side of the deck right here. Uh, one side of that is kind of buckled outward a little bit. Uh, the other is too, but not as much. Uh, it blew a little tear in the hull. And through that tear, you can see, uh, if you are standing on uh, some of this armature stuff that uh, is underneath where your character's portrait is, if you're standing on that and you look through the hole, you can see through, um, you can see these crates, and you can just barely make out the head of your foe peeking, well, he was peeking around this corner, and then he got shot, so now he's kind of looking up at the ceiling like, what? 
Shoot him. Shoot him. He does have cover from you, and so there would be some setbacks. But you do actually have... you have a visual on him. Do I see Pash? Uh, at this angle, well, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. You can see a little bit of, of his, you know, like from the waist down, you can see his legs laying on the floor. Um, but the angle of your view is very narrow from, okay, from there over. And you can I'm see throwing, a little bit of the droid there, too. I'm throwing a stun grenade through the hole. <laughs> All right, then. Nice. Uh, go ahead. What's my difficulty? Um... I'm ooh, well. Normally it would be two, but given the circumstances, I'm going to throw in a setback die, and I'm going to actually upgrade that difficulty to one purple, one red, oh, and one okay. setback die, uh, because there is a the you're, you're trying to throw a grenade through a gap barely big enough for the grenade. There's always the chance that it could get stuck or bounce off, and and then where would you be? Right. Uh, that's going to be one success and actually uh, three threat. One success and three threat. Hmm. All right. Well, now, let's see. Okay. Uh, what is the damage of your stun grenade? We'll start with uh, that. The damage is eight with a breach of eight. With a breach of eight. I don't know if, what y'all were talking about when you're throwing stun grenades, so... Hmm. Has Breach 8? No, Blast 8. Blast, sorry, yes, yeah. Blast 8. It's got Disorient 3, stun damage, Blast 8, and, of course, limited ammo because it is a grenade. Um, blast 8 means that that is the damage, that, that's the splash damage, right? I assume so. Okay... Oh, okay. Each character engaged with the original target suffers wounds equal to the weapon blast rating, plus an additional wound per success, as usual. Okay, so how much success did you get? One. All right, so nine damage to your target and everyone next to him. I'll fix the droid later. Yeah. Is it Pash next to him? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't see him. (laughs) (laughs) It's just stunned up with damage. He can't get any more unconscious. Dead to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so nine damage. Uh, soak still applies, correct? So uh, takes six strain to the droid, which becomes wound because it has no strain. Uh, so it's down to five. Um, that answers that question. Apparently, droids can't take stun damage. I think so. I don't know for sure. There's nothing in the blast trait. Uh, descriptor that says that they don't. Uh, I didn't see anything in the stun descriptor that says they don't. It would actually be under droid like the actual droid and uh, yeah. if it takes that damage, stun damage or not. Does anyone know if uh, there's a trait on droids that makes them immune to that? No. <laughs> no, you don't know or no, there isn't? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a grenade thing just went off near the droid. Just give him his damage. Yeah, that's. I, I've already done so. It's for future reference, I was we'll commenting that I thought that was the case. I didn't bring it up. Right. Yeah. So, Pash, uh, did you record your damage? Uh, minus five. Uh, is that your soak? No, my okay. soak is true. Uh, so you took nine stun minus your soak. I assume soak still applies. Uh, so you would take six strain. So I still got yeah. Six strain. 
great. Now, Fantastic. would you like to hear the interesting thing about uh, Unk? He was down to four wounds. I'd love to. He has a soak value of five. Bye, Unk. And Mathis just did nine points of strain. And he doesn't have any strain, so it goes to wounds. Bye, Unk, Unk passes out. He drops the disruptor rifle on Pash. He goes off and... I cuddle up to it in my sleep, <laughs> just roll over and just rolls on top of it. And it's like, oh, my warm At friend. At this point, this ridiculously prolonged battle is over. <laughs> <Hey>. Excelsior. <laughs> and there was much celebrating. Good shot, Mathis. Um, Opal uh, has no idea what just happened because she didn't follow you out, but... Uh, <laughs> she, she, she. When she finds out, she's very impressed with you. Uh, the droid, however, is less than impressed with you. Uh, you oh. hear a, a bleat and bleep of of uh, dismay, and it, it starts making some very uh, rude astromech droid sounds at you. Actually, actually, no. The, no? The, the droid is more or less okay with this because the droid knows it will be first priority when it comes time for repairs. Right. <laughs> I speak binary, so I I understand what he's saying. And there's nothing a good oil bath won't fix. <laughs> hmm. If if you say that to it, it, it will bleat back in in primary. That uh, is that a promise? <laughs> Something like that. Get your throat off me. <laughs> no. All right. So Pash. Um, Let's let's say that mm-hmm. that's, that stun blast actually knocked you conscious. Um, <laughs> it, it was hey. enough of an impact that you kind of got shaken out of this uh, this uh, stupor that you're. Twelve wounds. Perfect. Yeah, you you still have those wounds, but you are laying there conscious on the ground. Oh, so still at minus five. Okay. So what do you guys? I just lay there with my new disruptor rifle and and, and I don't move. <laughs> Yeah, since the last time you were awake, uh, that disruptor rifle is it's moved a little bit, but it you, you don't even know that the guy picked it up and moved it. I mean, it's from your point of view, it's back with you, and that's all that matters. So, what's Oscara do at this point? Um, well, I'll make sure uh, these guys are good and unconscious. They are good and unconscious. Uh, neither one is actually technically dead. Well, we'll keep it that way for now. Okay. That's Pash's job, anyway. Mm-hmm. Put them in the room of the Wookiee or something. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> Everyone okay? Uh, yeah. Ish. He says when he can't move. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Um, so, Opal is looking through this the, the window in these, this sort of charred door and kind of sees that Pash is awake. She can't see the bad guy. Um, and she's kind of like knocking on the door and, and speaking through the comm link. Uh, whoever's got the doors, can you open this thing again? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll open some doors. Once I've made sure the ship there, There's a lot of blood in there. <laughs> So Gand will do the tour, uh, opening doors for himself to make sure the ship is secure and things are not, you know, going badly somewhere that he is not aware of yet. You find no one in the engineering compartment. What's everybody else doing while Gand does the circuit of the ship? 
let's see. I could I could go perform a medicine check on myself and you know try and get unscrewed. Are the people that are unconscious seems like dead? Uh no. Um, they're not. They are not. Probably secure they, them. Yeah, they're they're going to be in binder cuffs. Do you have binder cuffs? I have. <laughs> you have binder cuffs. <laughs> I have an arc welder and some soldering uh, right. Mathis, that's something your your utility belt can do, right? Oh yeah, because binder cuffs are are cheap. So yeah, you, the utility belt uh, talent should be able to take care of that. Yeah, I don't know if we can provide three sets on the fly, but uh, what, what well, the heck? I have two, so I'll. Ah, excellent. Darn, I was hoping to get a destiny point out of that. <laughs> All right, so you managed to secure your prisoners. Uh, you have bound them with with binder cuffs. Unk is uh, a very very large man. He, he's uh, muscular and heavy and and awkward and. Even with the binder cuffs on, you look at him like, hmm, he might actually be able to rip those apart. <laughs> but probably not. It's just that sort of nervous thought in the back of your mind. He, he's built like a barabelle. And he's about as smart. Great. Okay. So, Gand, you've done your circuit. You find like no it. one else on board the ship. Excellent. I, I, then, I then allow the ship to be accessed freely for a while. All right. All doors are unlocked and uh, usable? Yes. All right. Opal goes in and, and tries to tend to Pash's wounds, trying very hard to ignore the fact that she does not like him. Uh, is there anybody other than Pash himself, or Dash, or Rash, or whatever we're calling him today, um, that can actually heal him? Uh, no, that's what Stim Packs are for. All right. Stim me up, baby. Yeah, she doesn't have a stim pack. <laughs> That's okay. I have plenty. Uh, I have plenty because I need plenty for my little stim application talent. So I have. Right. So <clears throat> she's making a, a knowledge uh, education check to see what she knows about first aid and, and such things, yeah. and she scored a triumph in the process. So uh, she is able to help you a bit. Now Gand is a hemming over there. Uh, Gand would like to step up to. Uh, to hash, and and he will he will look down at him and say, "Oh, did you get?" Gan promptly gets the finger, and no more comment. Oh, fortunate, because Gan will at this point flip a light side point and produce a certain syringe, with which he will now inject Pash. What is it you wish to inject Pash with? I don't know, Pash. What was in that syringe? I wonder. <laughs> well, it was a stim pack, and it, and it just might make me a little bit smarter for the duration of the thing, which will help me with my medicine check. So you know what? That'll work out just fine. I'm not entirely sure that's what he's referring to. Uh, Gand, are you referring to the needle that was uh, was lost, the interrogation droids? Uh, no. Lost those? No? Okay. No, I'm referring to the one that somebody... Many, many moons ago, when this adventure first started, tried to inject me with and then dropped underneath my console, where, according to the light side point I've just spent, I eventually found it and claimed it, knowing full well who had tried to do <laughs> I ain't no problem. So, so he stabs me with that. 
I, I'm on board with this. <laughs> yeah, so he, he stabs me with that. Um, my intellect goes up, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah, your, your willpower doesn't, and, though. And not that, I, not that I want to put words into Gan's mouth, but he says something along the lines of, Heal thine self, asshole, and walks off. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so I shall do just that. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm, yes. Jesus. Okay, at this point, Opal Re is like, all right, you don't. Uh, so this is medicine out here? Sure, whatever. Yeah. She walks away muttering something about fringers. It's fine. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna what am, oh, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. I'm doing something. Something awesome. <laughs> um, just need to find the section of awesome of healing awesomeness. You know what? Come back to me, I'll 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 work it out in a minute. I suggest there might be some awesome in the upper deck of the ship near those statues. Yeah, you guys should totally check that shit out before Pash gets to it because after he's got to it, there's not gonna be anything left worthwhile. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, I should go back a little bit. Uh, Dr. Reed did, in fact, roll a triumph as she was trying to figure out how best to help you. And then this whole thing with the fringe medicine and the, the illicit drugs and the... the she just kind of lost it and, and just kind of walked away. But she did still get the triumph, which I hate to waste. So she kind of huffs and, and kind of looks up at the ceiling, shakes her head a little bit. Uh, walks back and uh, uh, she applies some kind of uh, new agey medicine that she picked up in college and is somehow able to overcome your critical injury that, that was affecting your will. So oh, that's, handy. that's how we will use that triumph. She, she's able that. to – she basically cuffs you upside the head in the right manner that you start to think straight again and, and you're able to uh, focus your will as needed. Bludgeon medicine, yeah. I like it. it, it it's it's hey, the Fonzie it, approach. It worked on the Avengers. I mean, sure, why not? Yeah, you know. yeah exactly. Highly advanced mind control technique. Oh, sharp blow to the head. That'll fix that. Beautiful. I'll go with that. <laughs> it's the Fonzie method, you know, from Happy Days. She kind of hits this. <laughs> she hits the wall and things start the working. Spot. All right, so I still have one average critical hit and some negative hit points, which I shall now attempt to remove. So that'll be great. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna use I'm gonna use stim pack first. I'm gonna I'm gonna add more stim to the stim. I'm gonna stim away my negative five, so I'm back at zero. So I'm no longer below my threshold. So my check is not as ridiculous as it was yes. going to be. So instead, it will only be four purple dice as opposed to five. So well, that is great. Sure. So I shall roll that up, and I get three successes and one threat. Okay. Now, does Pash have any kind of addiction thing, or, or was that more of a legacy from our other Star Wars game? That was more of a legacy, but you know what? He's certainly headed down the right path to be developing an addiction, yeah. but he's not there yet. Uh, I forgot to roll obligation at the beginning of the game. I just rolled it now. I came up with a six, and that is Pash's part of the obligation. So, uh... Hooray, to less strange. <laughs> Um, that activates your betrayal obligation. So, um, you are on edge for the rest of of the session oh. and possibly part of the next, since this is kind of late coming. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. Uh, okay. You find yourself on edge simply because uh, Gand came through and like stabbed you in in sort of a betrayal like manner that reminded you of of your past betrayals, and you you feel very betrayed somehow. In spite of it all. Thanks, Gan. 
<laughs> it's it's almost like Anne's messing with your head or something. Just just like that. Anne yeah. yeah. has looked up your file or something. <laughs> okay, so that was for the wounds. <laughs> and... <laughs> so what else is going on here? Okay. Well, well, Pash is doing. Okay, so I'm making a second medicine check to remove my average critical hit. Now, can you do that? Or is there any re- restrictions or requirements for you to be in a uh, medical facility, et cetera, et cetera? Okay. It just because I'm doing it on myself, it adds two purposes. Oh, okay. So what's your difficulty then? Something like four? Or? Like mm. four? Yeah. And your skill is four. plenty to offset that, I imagine. <laughs> three yellow, one green at the moment, since someone's stemming, so that's good. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's some pretty good skill you got there. I didn't yeah. I didn't know Pash was that well trained in medicine, honestly. Mm. He's well, yes. He needs to be, because people keep shooting yeah. him. Nice. By the way, did I give you guys experience last time? Because I don't think I did. <clears throat> no, you didn't. Alright. Okay, so that's one success and four threat. I don't know how threat works on healing checks. I don't think it even matters. Yeah, well, we'll ignore it this time. Well, so, no more crits, hooray! Yeah. And nine wounds. I guess I could get rid of some with some more stim packs, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to take another stim. Yeah. So that's three stim packs used. So yeah, no, I imagine you're running low at this no, point. That's, that's no, no, I got heaps. I told you, I, I bought up. <laughs> I had money. I bought stim packs. All right. How many do you have left then? Oh, if we're really counting a number, that's. Well, I still have three. I on have me. eight stim packs on my sheet. How many? So I eight stim packs. So I've used two. Okay. And I'm back to five wounds. And I'm going to use a third to get back to two. Way out here on the outer rim, uh, it, it's kind of important to keep track of those things. I'm not asking for ammo yeah. counts or things like that, but. Yeah, you know, resources that you Five need to live. Uh, yeah, that's that's good to know. All right. Five stim packs, and I've got an emergency med pack too, so that'll have some stims in it. Yes, true. Excellent. I'm so, happy. what are you doing with these punks? You, yeah. you you cuffed them all up and then just left them where they lie. Take their good stuff. I have a question for Oscara. Does Oscara have ranged? Hands? Yes. Oh, you can have the description. Oh, thank you. Well, what's what's this big silver box in the lower deck back here? Oh, uh, good question. Um, let me see. Is that one I put on there? Yeah, it's printed on there. Um, I don't know. I'll get back to you in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I was going to lump all the NPCs over there in that area. All right. Well, the other things in there are fuel drums. Uh, a few of them are empty. Well, a couple of them are empty. A few of them are full. Um... There is a computer directly accessing the engineering, uh, the ship's engines back there. Oh, the crate. I'm thinking... Um, hmm. Medical supplies? <laughs> Prosthetics? Sure. Uh, it, it will be... There will be some prosthetics in there. Uh, some. It seems like a sort of reserve of medical equipment, um, uh, high-grade stuff, you know, like uh, like you would find on a capital ship. 
um, kind of the, the reserve stores of metal, medical supplies that they would draw upon to stock their shelves. So, so like stim packs, cybernetics, that type of thing? There, there will be some stim packs. There will be some uh, medical kits. Uh, there will be uh, some cybernetic limb replacement parts. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure what else. There there'll probably be medical scanners, uh, that kind of thing. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. Well I'll let Pash know just because I thought he was he was counting his stim packs well and he was thinking he wasn't gonna have enough. I was like, there's a whole crate of them right here. Just in case you're interested, but Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mixed in with that assortment, um, there will probably be some number of controlled substances. Uh, I'm not going to get too specific just yet, but I, you know, as you would find in in a pharmaceutical reserve, there will be some things that are not commonly legal. Wonderful. So I'm happy to um, control those. <laughs> you know, we we've made it to the the inheritance. Is is Opal doing whatever she is, what she wants to do to do whatever she it is we came to do? Um, well, she is so far still down on the lower deck. She hasn't been upstairs to see these statues and things. Although, I guess with the lift down and the doors open, she could probably notice the glowing lightsaber up there. Yeah. Um, now that you mention it, yes. Once she's done tending to pass, she would make her way up to the upper level of the ship and begin examining these treasures that uh, clearly have been taken from the inheritor and brought onto this ship uh, as loot. And she begins to go through that and catalog it and uh, record it. And um, if anybody asks, she's able to tell you that these lightsabers are not actual lightsabers, but simply uh, display props for visual effect. So force effects, the real. So the glass, the glass tubes with neon. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. They, they are designed with similar technologies to, to look, like lightsabers, but they have no cutting force whatsoever. They're almost like a step down from what you would expect of training sabers, which could actually hurt you if they hit you hard enough. These, they're just glowy sticks. Yeah. I have one of those. Mm -hmm. They do, however, have energy cells within the handles that keep them lit for a very long time. So, yeah. Was there any particular specific artifact or anything like that that she was here for, or was it just the entire ship itself? Well, the ent entire ship, yes, but there was the, you know, quote-unquote lost treasure of the Jedi that she wanted to investigate and find out what it was that was so important on board the ship that they tried to take it away from uh, civilized lands to preserve it and protect it. Um, the... Does she think that's actually on the ship already, or does she think that hasn't been? Well, she's looking through to find out. I mean, she doesn't know exactly what she's looking for, but she has a feeling she'd know it if she sees it. Does that make sense? She's going through the crates up there trying to figure out if any of the stuff that they pulled off and put on board this ship are of rare and important <clears throat> can we, value. Can we, can we screen wipe to the part where she eventually figures that out? Or can we find out if there's any additional uh, <laughs> threats, like uh, a part of this pirate crew that are somewhere else out there? Um, we can screen wipe through that. Well, we did hear those other guys upstairs. Yes. Before we got on the ship. Yes, and this ship is presently unsecure, so they could already be on here with you, and you might not even know it. Just saying. Um, so, yeah, anyway, screen wipe. She does not find what she's looking for on board the ship. However... 
I assume that some of you are searching this stuff while she is. Is yeah. that safe to assume that you're poking around looking? Uh, you were looking in that crate back there. If you do similar things with the other stuff in the cargo bay, uh, the first thing that you notice, and Mathis is right next to it right now, this crate on top, this uh, sort of beige cargo unit, the lid has been torn off, and inside you find um, a set of, uh, there would be five five remaining uh, small debt packs, uh, explosive charges for, for breaching hulls and, and salvage purposes. Um there are there is one timer which the guy had in his hand and it is still functional. So uh, there is that, and you do find if you are searching these people that the guy had a thermal detonator. Good thing he didn't get a chance to use that. Yeah, he actually was planning to, but but now he's dead. I mean, unconscious, but also dead. <laughs> sort of unconscious, but dead. Dead to us. Dead to the world. Yeah, he's been mostly dead all day. All right. So, yes, you, you, you loot the ship. You find some stuff. You don't find any extremely valuable stuff, but you know, the detonator's pretty up there. Um, and, of course, the other explosives. Uh, and the medical gear is probably worth a, a pretty penny as well to the right buyer. So you, you feel like you have earned some profit on this mission. Even if the rest of the ship is empty, you've already uh, gathered up enough stuff. If you manage to get these things off of this derelict, uh, you would be able to turn a profit and, and refuel your ship, and, and you feel much more comfortable about your future prospects. And then you turn your attention outward. And we will slide this down, slide this over here. And now you see the ship parked in the hangar bay with all the surroundings. And uh, we're not going to necessarily go through this thing hall by hall, deck by deck, and, and explore all, everything there is to see. But uh, just to give you a sense of the scale of this side of the ship, and this is just one deck on one side, and some of the surroundings. Besides, I, I customized this map to put in some Jedi logos and, and give it a sense of... Uh, uh, Jedi Order Republic cruiser, so I might as well you know, show it off, right? Right. Yeah. I agree sure. with me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. You are you are unanimous. Unanimous. Oh, never mind. Alright, so there's Mathis. We've got Passion Oscar. I think we got everybody. Okay. You said you lock the bad guys over in this room? I assume, yeah, that would be the best place for them. Permanently right. sealed in. Can can we actually, like, weld their binders to the floor? So there's none awesome. of this, you know, bum-shuffling shenanigans to undo each other nonsense. They're just, they are pinned to the floor and cannot move. The droid volunteers to do that. Just zips over, bing, 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 you're done. Perfect. You tack to the floor, that's it. I would like this. Yes, you can, you can do something like that. Because if I see this ship leaving without us, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> there are many obstacles to such an event happening, as Gand will be one of the first to tell you. Yes, there are several obstacles. In fact, once we're done inside the ship and come back outside the ship, I will be sealing said ship. Oh, very good, very good. You could evacuate the air. I could, but uh, for now, I'm just going to 
in the in the cockpit especially just so that anyone who gets into the cockpit (laughs) (laughs) yeah keep in mind it's still technically warming up I'm going to say that in your exploration of that crate in the back that with the medical supplies, you find uh, quite a number of sedatives and uh, various drugs that you could administer to your prisoners to keep them unconscious for a period of time. You could dope them. Oh, I like that. Has, has Mathis patched that uh, hole? Not that I know of. No, I, I didn't know it was necessary. Please do. How, how about this? How about, I, how about I make you a medicine check uh, with whatever difficulty mm-hmm. you like? And that will determine how effective the uh, administering of dosing is to keep them under for as long. Very as good. Possible. I like this idea. This, is this ship how many two? Uh, I mean, it's a cargo hardware, right? It yes. doesn't have. A, does it have a hyperdrive? It does have a hyperdrive. Oh, um, so it's it's okay. Yeah, it is on the upper level. That is two success, two threat, and one triumph. Two success, two threat, and what? No, I didn't hear that last part. Did I did I hear you right? <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Oh, crap. Yeah. That happened again. Well, it's three yellows. I mean, what do you want from me? <laughs> red. I want red. <laughs> <laughs> I want red. I want lots of red. Uh, I guess if red. I really wanted it, I could have flipped a point, huh? So, yeah, yeah, you, you can keep them as asleep as long as you want within reason. Perfect. So, so, so we say you've got back to the ship like the 12 to 24 hours. Does that sound reasonable? That would be okay. lovely. Yes. Honestly, if we're on the ship any longer than that, I I don't think the ship's going to be alive mm-hmm, that long. Mm-hmm. So. No, probably not. All right. Well, that encounter took quite a bit of time. So we only have a few minutes left, so I don't want to launch you into another encounter. But in a general sense, I would like to know what you're looking for on the ship, what you would like to do on the Inheritor. What is your approach to this part of the scenario? Can this is this, the this, this is the montage oh, of exploration. Okay. So so before before we launch into the montage of exploration, I want to explain to you what Gand is prepared to do. Okay. Okay. First off, once Mathis has repaired the hull and all of us have exited the ship <coughs> and and all that good stuff. Right. Gand is going to seal the ship, the little cargo hauler up. Okay? Yeah, and and using his little data pad and the hacks he's installed and the interface and all that stuff, he's actually going to send the ship out. All right, into open like space, it. and then lock it down out there. All right, are you going to leave life support on? Yes, I will be nice and leave life support on. All right, minimal, minimal. Uh, I'm going to call for a computer check here, and I'm also going to call for a pilot check. Well, I'm not much of a pilot, but I'm sure I can autopilot the ship out of the hangar bay. Well, that's that depends. Right, whatever you're, you're piloting it on by remote, so yeah, you can you can draw upon your computer skills to help you with that, of course. So first, the computer check, and that's that'll set you up with some some possibly some advantage. All right. What difficulty do you want? Uh, for the computer stuff. Does it even matter what I said? The <laughs> really? Uh, Makes you feel good. Yeah. Unless it's five. Uh, uh, we're we're going to call it four purple dice. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sure. Why not? Um, just, you're trying to accomplish a lot. And, and so, yeah, I'm not upgrading it, though. I, I don't see, you know, disaster on the computer level stuff. You've You've kind of owned this ship. Yes, I, I certainly have kind of owned this ship, and I will continue to kind of own this ship as I roll three successes, one triumph, one advantage. 
<laughs> Very good. That will give you some boost dice on your piloting check. You, you've got enough of the navigation systems in the palm of your hand that you can you can trust that it will manage itself fairly well. So now you need to make a piloting check. Um, okay. The difficulty of that... Oh, gosh. Normally I'd make it four. I'm going to downgrade it to three. Um, is there something else you would like to do with your Triumph beyond downgrading the difficulty of piloting? How, how do you want to manage that, your Triumph and your advantage? The ship's computer is my bitch. <laughs> yeah, but she kind of already <laughs> was. So so you can have a little more than that. She actually has a vocoder and she verbalizes, and, and, I am your and, bitch, and I am As such... The computer system is more than willing to put all of its effort into executing any command that I might choose to give it. All right, I'm I'm actually going to say it's eager to please. If, if you're fine with this, let me let me say this. You want this the ship to be your bitch. We will make that literal if you wish. Uh, in in the sense that it will have a female AI, you know, a droid brain that you have activated, and uh, it has. Uh, come to view you in a very friendly manner and and she whatever you wish to name her uh this is an ai or, or droid uh, sentience that was suppressed by the uh previous owners either they didn't know about her or they had her locked away or or unplugged and you have found her and you've activated her and now uh you can actually interact with her as an ally awesome would you like that that Perfect. that'll work okay so you can think about this ship as your personal droid ally. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. You know, that was worth the four purples. I'll, I'll give you that. That's, that was worth the four purples. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Okay. And so the piloting check is now what? Um, negated because your ally can make that check for you. <laughs> Thank you. She's the pilot. Sweet. Remember, babe. Let me I know like if anything goes wrong. Yeah. She is essentially a droid, so uh, I'll come up with some appropriate stats later. But um, for now, we'll just use uh, the astromech droid astrogation skill. So that's two yellow and a green. Uh, the difficulty of this maneuver is only two purple, so you can roll it if you want, but I'm not too worried about it. I won't worry about it if you're not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it. So you send the ship out, and you can call her back at any time with your comlink, as long as your comlink is working. Awesome. So, montage of exploration. Uh, we have two minutes left with this session, theoretically. I, I think I can sum it up pretty All right. quickly. And that is, the guys that are already here probably know where the loot actually is, so if we find them and kill them and take whatever they found, we will have pretty much found the right thing. You would think that, wouldn't you? That would be a start, anyway. I think that. We probably need to deal with them mm -hmm. first, so we should so, set out to try and find them. All right, so you search the ship for any remaining uh, enemies or, or pirate-type right. peoples. Yeah. Are very good. I think we had heard voices on the first floor. Above yes. The well, when you come out again, you don't hear those voices anymore. Either they're silenced or they've moved. Um, okay. So... Second secondary mission would be locating a terminal that Gan can get his little sticky paws on and make this giant ship our collective bitch as well. Absolutely, Gan would be more than happy to write that service to you. <laughs> well, Excellent. you're going to find some computers on this ship. I guarantee it. It is a, a Republic capital ship. 
And as you begin to load this screen, I'm not sure how quickly it loads for you folks, but you're going to find a lot of computers on the upper level, uh, specifically in the tactical center and up by the weapon emplacements. I think we need to find a security. I have a, I have a feeling. Because then that'll activate sensors. I have a, yeah, I have a feeling that, that actually we should probably prioritize GAND and the computer interaction. Mm-hmm. That way, mm-hmm. in, Maybe internal that sensors can give us a clue as to who is where and doing what. All right. And might also lead like us it. to like um, certain interesting locations which need, uh, need to be uh, investigated in order to find the MacGuffin that we're looking for. Very good. That seems reasonable, and we will find out more about that next time. Um, There is a power regulation center over here as well. As you explore, I'll just throw out a little bit of description for you to think about in in the the week ahead. Uh, The ship has taken a lot of damage, not shown on the map. There There will be places where... Uh, as you explore, narratively speaking, you find whole sections of the ship that have been blown apart uh, just by weapons impact, uh, asteroid impact, whatever you, you might speculate it to be. There are sections of the ship that you just can't get to. Uh, in fact, getting to certain parts of the ship will become a sort of uh, skill challenge in its own right, uh, to borrow phrases from Saga. Um, so there there will be a little bit of that, but... Uh, the impression I'm left with is that you are exploring the ship as you look for the bad guys that are still here that you know of. And it, while you're doing that, you're trying to make your way to some computer stations that Gand might use to uh, access the ship's computers in some way. In particular, a security station computer, because we want the internal sensor. Right. That is that is fair to say. That's, that's what we're looking for. So we're sort of looking for that, and if we happen to meet those other people along the way, we'll do it. All right. Fair enough. So your journey of exploration begins. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So take 30 experience points. That's 15 for last week and 15 for this week. What's the total amount of experience we've, get, we've gained? I don't know. I haven't been keeping a running total. I'm sorry. I have, I have, not including, and this might not even be entirely accurate because this came off the pre-gen, but I have, not including today's awards, 175 total XP. That is including what you started with? Or that's, that's... That, that's just what I, what I have in total because I think, I think Wit put the XP spent on 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 Gan because this is all the pregen stuff, and so that's the total. That's the total for everything up from the start up to now, not including the thirty you just gave us. All right. So two hundred and five total. Mm, what what did? Oh, that's you're adding in the thirty well, to what let, he just said. Okay. Yeah. 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 So because the other way to work it would be this is this would be the eighth mm-hmm. session. And in the first session we got 10, and every subsequent session we've got 15. So 7 by 15 is 105, plus 10 is 115, plus your starting XP, which would have been like 100, so yeah, 215. Okay. Well, 115 was actually the number I wanted. So, I mean, I can start with the skills okay, and stuff as base. Go. I just need to know building talents and stuff, because as I was saying earlier, yep. I've been going off of Oscar's talent tree in the uh, starter pamphlet. Right. And that doesn't actually match up to any of the existing talent trees, so I have to like rebuild all that stuff from scratch. All right. Any of the real talent yeah. trees. You're welcome to approach this however you like. We are nearing the final chapters of this adventure. 
so if you want to keep the pre-gen and use what it's offered there, you may. If you would like to rebuild using the official rules, you may. Uh, it's however approach you feel most comfortable with your character. Well, this, I mean, the actual talent trees are, are deeper and have more options, so. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. More yeah. fun. For that matter, if anybody does have the uh, the Age of uh, Rebellion thing other than me, and if you want to uh, start incorporating some of the talent trees that you can find in there, I'm okay with that, too. Oh, you you didn't really just say that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I did, just for you. Dan just became 11 on the epic scale. Dan doesn't have the freaking book yet. <laughs> And, so, and, oh, and my editing not include the talent trees. <laughs> are, are we still recording? God damn. <laughs> I don't know, are we? Uh, Sammy's always recording. Am I? I'm always recording. All right. Yeah, I'm recording. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got two hours and 40 minutes. Fair enough. There you go. So... All right. So there's that. You have your XP. You can uh, You can do with it as you wish. And uh, we'll find out exactly how badass you people are getting next time. You're you're already blowing these guys out of the water. That uh, that uh, that Twi'lek was supposed to be quite a challenge. Well, a she came pretty close to dropping me. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she'd actually been able to shoot anybody, um, well, she did. Oh, actually, she, no, she. It was the other guy who came close to dropping me. Right. Yeah. Yes. She would have been awesome if someone hadn't knocked the disruptor rifle out of her hand. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, especially since she has it's Lethal sick. Blows 1 that gives 10% to all crit rolls, <laughs> plus 10%. Oh, so she would have been rolling plus 60. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, well. well. <laughs> next week, we're good? I think so. Uh, what's uh, next week would be a Thursday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thursday before well, Labor Day weekend. Next week, I might be... I might be late, but you should play anyway. It so, is like, you're just it's gonna be Thursday the 29th. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna be late. Uh, our be original projections had us. Got to do some HR thing with work because something, something, personality, something, whatever. So our original <laughs> estimates had us finishing this game up around next week, but I think uh, there's still probably two or three more sessions. Honestly, this this fight that you just got through was supposed to be like maybe the first third of this session, and it took almost all of it. Um. So we should probably inform the others and and find out where you know where they stand and when the Ericsons are going to be available again and kind of plan how much we have left of this around their schedule. So that, what are we going to do next? We we can certainly speed speed up the end if required. Right. If they if they're ready to go sort of straight away, we can sort of wrap things up. Yeah, we can. I mean, there's a whole third act of this that we can skip if you know if everybody wants to, and it's it's sort of an optional. Um, well, I can't really go into it without too much. It'd be nice to get the other guys. Back it, it sure would. I miss. Yeah. It. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of a bit late for them to join this particular campaign. They've kind of missed a bit. Well, they're, yeah. this is actually not a bad point. If they would like to join in right now, that'd be very, there's a very easy way I can do that. I can uh, I can incorporate them either as members of the enemy crew who've gone rogue and broke away from it. That can bring them in as um, surviving people from this ship who've been living on it or other smugglers who've been here. It's a big ship and I can fit people on it if need be. So um I always try to leave that kind of thing open as an option. So uh, yeah, if you talk to them hmm? 
you got the guy in carbonite. Exactly. That that is simply there. Uh, it, it might even be two people hugging each other in carbonite, and, and we could bring a couple people in at once. So I mean, yeah. So that 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 offer has always been open to them. But if anybody talks to them, let them know that uh, you know we can always fit them in whenever they're available. I've just been under the impression that they're busy or something. Yeah, I think that's yeah. quite out of We shall see. To to answer the previous question, I believe that Ben said that he was going to go into Marvel. That, that um, you remember the the we made characters for a a Marvel game using our own original characters. And then we didn't use them yet. So I uh, believe that was his plan. But, you know, plans change with gamers, so we shouldn't assume. Yeah, I think, um, I think Mathieu was also thinking about mouse guns. Yeah. Well. We got options? I'd be up for options. anything. Mm. We, we, are, we are a lot of people for mouse guard, yeah, though. Yeah. True. So. We got options. We'll work something out. All right. Let's just be thankful that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be on Tuesday nights because... Uh, I'm sorry. I, I love spending time with you people, but if I, I, you know, Agents of Shield is, I'm just gonna stop talking now. <laughs> did that, uh, did that already like start? It's gonna last more than five episodes. Yeah, there's always that risk. You never know. Yep. Unless it's horrible, then I'll get picked up for a second season, like <clears throat> Dollhouse. Uh, well, it's it's not on Fox, so. Oh, true. You know, it's it's on ABC, so the, they've got that going for them. Has that even started yet? No, it starts on the 24th of September. I'm just very enthusiastic about it. No, it's starting that soon. I thought it was going to be a, like a mid-season next year. No, not from what I understand. I, I marked it on my calendar when I heard I mean, they could have changed when it's supposed to be released, but uh, as soon as I heard a date for its release, I put it right on my calendar because I'm very excited about that show. Well, that's good news. Yeah. All right, I'll see you guys next week. All right, have a good night. Thanks for playing, everybody. All right. Good night. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. And I think I need to put you guys back where you were. Otherwise, I'll find this map to face next time. Nobody puts me in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm out. Later. Have fun. All right. Good night.